Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 64 of the Clockwork Cantina podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is your co-host. I'm DT3. Hello, everybody. What's going on? How we doing? How are we doing today? I appear to have a bigger head because I'm wearing headphones under the hood. I can take (laughs) off the hood. That's better. But I'll leave them on for now. Fuck it. Or you know what? I'll just take it off. Who cares? (laughs) It doesn't matter. I just had it on because fuck it. But I don't give a shit. I got you, buddy. I got you. We're good. We're good. We're good. And we are good. Today we're going to talk about the games of the decade in the second half of the show, which is something new that we haven't done before. Um, I'm really excited about that. I know Daniel is prepared. I am also prepared. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited, actually. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see what you have, what I have, and how they kind of measure up together. So that'll be fun. Uh... But usually how we start off the show is we talk about what we've been up to this past week. And if you can't tell, I got a lot of energy right now, so I'm talking real fast. So I'm going to taper off and let Daniel tell us about what he's been up to the past week. Daniel, take it away. What you been up to? Um, What have I been up to the past week? Um, well, I have been playing Red Dead Online, of course. I've been playing some of that. Uh been playing Breath of the Wild on stream. Uh, been, played a little bit of Raft as well. Uh, in terms of games I've been playing. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing, games-wise. Um, apart from that, I've been watching uh, uh, quite a few things. Um, I watched... Um, the a couple of documentaries on netflix one of them was the cecil hotel one mm-hmm. how was that i was gonna i was gonna check that was, out how was that? yeah it was, it was it was it was pretty interesting yeah cecil hotel for those who don't know is a pretty old uh infamous hotel out here in la uh that has a pretty pretty bad history of things uh happening there uh that's why it's on netflix is a four episode a thing you can uh, part docu series you can check out check that out on Netflix and then I started Don't Fuck with Cats which is another uh documentary series I think that one's a three parter but the episodes are a bit longer on that one I was thinking I about checking first... that out yeah I only watched the first episode of that and it's pretty fucking crazy uh I still have the, the next two episodes to watch I'll probably be done with them by the time we're here next week but uh yeah pretty pretty crazy documentaries for sure uh and then uh, we watched Awesome Powers one and two. Yeah, uh, we did. It was a lot that of fun. Was a, that was a good time for sure. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. That was fun. Do I make you Randy? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need fun. to make that a soundbite for your stream, <laughs> like you like you doing it. <laughs> Fucking uh oh, I see. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, then that E noise I made was just because uh, fucking little mini-me in the second movie cracked me up every time I made that noise. Those movies are so funny. Yeah, they're funny. We, we, we got to watch the third one, man. We got to watch the third we one. We do. We're going to. We're going we're gonna to watch it. We're going to watch it. Uh, yeah. And then I watched Midsommar. Midsommar, Midsommar. I don't know. That movie's that movie's nutty, man. That, that shit is. If there's one thing that that movie is good at, it's making you feel uncomfortable. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah, it's it's very there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go on where you're like, oh fuck, I don't know, you know, it's like it's, I don't know, it's just good good at making you feel uncomfortable. It's it's 
it, it's, it's it's a very odd weird uh movie uh yeah it's 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 on the horror side though so that's why um but but anyway uh and then uh there was i was showing of i was re-watching the, the star wars prequels with a friend uh you know you know our friend amber uh she mm-hmm. had, she had she never watched The Phantom Menace, which uh, I think I talked about last week watching that one. So we watched that one. And then uh, we watched the other two, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. I always, I always liked rewatching those movies. So it was, it was a, lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So there we go, man. That's pretty much all I've been up to is just, you know, watching stuff and playing stuff and hanging out and, you know, having, having to – a good old time. Uh, Hell yeah, brother. Um, that is awesome to hear. Uh, what have I been up to, you might ask? Well, uh, Red Dead Online, we've been playing the shit out of that still. Although I did take a, couple, a little bit of a break from it this week. Uh, I had a headache for like... I had a headache the, la- the, the night before last it started. It lasted all through the night. I dealt with it all day yesterday till last night, and it finally went away today. So I wasn't playing much of anything for like two days because I was just I was dying. Um, yeah. uh, the next thing that I just want to—it's kind of like a little shout out, a, lot, a little thing that I just I love—is um, for, uh, we talked about the first issue of this that came out, uh, Arcadia, a Dungeons and Dragons uh, magazine, oh by MCDM, that team over there, and Matt Coville over there. I'm going to give you guys just a quick look at where you can go get this at because I think it's dope. Just look at this art. Look at this cover art for it. It's really cool. Um, you can buy it on their store for like seven bucks. I've been reading it. They got some... Uh, this episode's got... Uh, this episode, this issue, rather, has um, an adventure, uh, four subclasses for different classes. Uh, the biggest one that kind of stood out to me was the the uh, horned one, which was like a... Uh, like a uh, warlock subclass that's like very kind of naturey. It's kind of interesting. Um, but I'm a big fan of this uh, dragon, uh, dragon, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons magazine uh, by these guys over there. You can get it for seven bucks off their website, or you can check them out on their Patreon and get it for like a little bit, like a couple bucks cheaper. Um, so I've been reading through that. It's got a lot of good shit in it. I highly recommend you guys check that out um, if you are uh, even remotely interested in it. And as you can see, that cover art is fucking sick. Um, the next thing I did this week is I, I tried out the Project Triangle Strategy demo that came out for the Switch from the Nintendo mm. Direct. They, um, they showed off the game. It looked kind of like, had like a little Octopath Traveler kind of engine, uh, type deal. Um, and then they released a demo for it. Um, very fire, fire emblem, a lot of politics. They show, they start, the demo starts off with you like kind of in the middle. They drop you in like part of the middle of the game right so you're a little confused um but there's like these this like a, a good central tension a lot of politics stuff happening a lot of exposition i will say there's a lot of talking before fighting starts fighting kind of you position yourself you can backstab people by getting behind them a very tactical um i played the first little role play story part they showed which was really cool uh i played the first battle and then there was more role play story stuff um uh it's probably enough to sell me on the game actually i'm probably gonna play this when it comes out uh Mm. uh and i might stream it and check it out so uh that's kind of all i've really been up to i tried the demo for that um 
And that's kind of all I had this week. I didn't watch anything other than the Austin Powers, which we talked about. And, and uh, I think that's about it, man. Um, so if we are ready to move on, Daniel, we can hit the news. All right, let's go ahead and get into the news then. Let's hit it. Let me fix audio really quick. So we have... There we go. A trailer for the uh or, or not a trailer we have a well i guess we do have a trailer but it's a video yeah, for do. the baldur's baldur's gate 3 uh nature's power the druids yes so uh hold up let me i got the thing in the wrong spot Boop. hold Boop. up hold up one moment let me fix this all right so i watched the um the original panel from hell which was like this uh the guys that are making baldur's gate uh, three over there do this little panel where they talk about all the changes they've been doing. They showed off a uh, the new next patch, and they're going to add this class into Baldur's Gate officially, which is the Druid. So any of you that play Dungeons & Dragons and play Druids, hey, this is going to be right up your alley. Um, it looks really fucking cool. It looks really fucking powerful, too. Um, you get the shape shift and turn into a giant fucking polar bear. Um, into a Also, as well as a giant bird. Um... And this bovine type creature, not a cow, but it definitely is like a bull, uh, a wolf. So, you know, Phenom will be playing one of these. Um, yeah. And also you can turn into a badger. And they were showing off uh, a fucking badger. Wow. Yeah. And it can bury itself around. Uh, we don't have a druid. None of the none of the players in our Dungeons and Dragons games plays a druid. Funnily enough, I'm just kind of surprised by that. Oh, God, I got to get a breath. I got to get a breath. I'm talking really fast. Um. Um, overall looks really cool. Looks, uh, looks exciting. Um, and the panel from Hell 2 was hilarious, but it went on, it went way over time. Um, Sven, uh, one of the guys over at, uh, the, I think the dude in charge at Larian actually was running the, a demo showing off the druid and none of his roles came out the way he wanted to. It was hilarious. It was peak D&D. Well, I was telling people they should watch this and saying it's peak D&D because it just went all to shit. Anytime he tried to do something, it was hilarious. If you haven't checked out the panel from Hell 2, recommend you do if you're interested at all in Baldur's Gate uh, uh, 3. Um, so yeah, that is that. What do we have next, Daniel? Next up, we have some No Man's Sky update. It is the Companions update. So yes, yes, yes. It's gonna be free on all platforms, and uh, here's some of the things that uh, that are listed from uh, from Sean Murray's Twitter account. Uh, you can adopt pets, raise cute babies, breed creatures, trade eggs, customize your pets, train creatures to do chores, talk to your pet, UI improvements, fa uh, faster load times for PS4, fauna improvements, and and ride. And you can ride giant creatures. So. Yeah, I have the video up now that they put out a little trailer showing off some of this stuff. And man, is No Man's Sky the comeback kid or what? Man, they just keep adding to this thing. It's crazy. It's cool that they are, Matt. I think it's pretty pretty badass. It absolutely is. I 100% agree. Um, we go back and play it every once in a while and check out when they do updates like this. I haven't, I haven't hopped in and checked this out yet, though, because we've been uh, busy with other games, mostly Red Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, same. But we might but hop in cool, and check man. it out sometime. Yeah, it's really cool that they keep adding stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
big big fan of that. They definitely love their game and they're keeping the support strong for it. Um, every time they do an update, I always think to myself, is this going to be the last one? And then they come out and do something I wasn't expecting like this one, right? Like the companion, uh, c companion system. So that's yeah, really that's, cool of that's, them. That's, that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, you're going to see people like running around everywhere with like with pets and shit. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yep. Live out your very... Jurassic Park dreams in No Man's Sky. Yeah, man. Very, very cool. <laughs> I wonder if you can actually, like, make a zoo. Oh, I don't know. That'd be kind of fucked up, right? I have no idea. Um, I don't know. <laughs> just, like, I, I'm just trying to, like, wonder, like, what the possibilities of this. Like, how, like, how many companions can you have? How many, or how many, you know? I don't know. It, it's it's cool, though. I, I like that they added this to the game. It, it's very, it's a very, uh, it's something that, like, I always wondered, you know? Like, when you see, like, all these, like, wild animals and creatures on you know out in the open of the planets and stuff you're like mm -hmm. well you know like shouldn't i be able to like maybe perhaps ride one or you know i don't know but but anyway that it cool update cool update i'm glad, glad Hell they, yeah. they added that they definitely have to check it out sometime i'm not even sure if i still have the game uh installed to be honest but i i looked because i was like did i uninstall this the other day and i still do so i was surprised yeah, I'd I'd have to check if I do or not because I'm not sure. I've had to like I've had to like uninstall games more recently because I'm just running out of space because games are massive these days. Yeah, I, w I went through and did a cleaning. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I just checked. I do I do not have it installed, so there you go. I'd have to reinstall <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, cool stuff. Hell yeah! What's next? Next up, we have. Uh, the Marvel's Avengers uh, next-gen versions and the Hawkeye update are coming out on March 18th. And uh, we have the uh, we have a video here. Ooh, a trailer. Marvel's Avengers Operation Hawkeye Future Imperfect. Here we go. We got that queued up for you guys. I haven't seen this yet. Being attacked by the Kree. So, uh, mm -hmm. they're finally bringing your boy Hawkeye into the game, Josh. And they are. They are. Um, previously, they had added Kate Bishop. Now he's in this. So you have them both. Hell yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Hawkeye, man. He's he's going to get. To uh, and I wasn't the only one because we all remember that E3 where everybody was like, "Where's Hawkeye?" Where's Hawkeye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could we forget about that? Uh, it was really funny. Um, so I haven't—I'll be honest with you—I haven't played this game much. Um, I haven't played, I haven't played the played last update. I played—I did play the last update, but that was the last time I played it. To be honest. Um. I don't know. I guess I may hop into this and check it out. Um, it depends March, on if anybody else wants to hop in and do it. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. I think I still have it installed. March eighteenth is when all is when that comes out. So we have about a month. Uh, yeah. So wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Alrighty. What do we Moving have on next? from that? Uh, Nintendo had a, a direct on Wednesday. 
and we're gonna, we're going to talk about some of the things that this were, was like their first full direct in a long time, huh? Right? Yeah, it was it was it was one of the ones that they uh yeah first time they've had one of these in the in the hot minute, mm. um, which which they tend to do. Uh, so let's go ahead and see what we have here. Uh, so the, they started off. Uh, by usually doing what they would do is talking about new characters coming to Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for this this time, they're uh, bringing in a character from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is uh, the character is called Pyre. Uh, and they're also making the uh, another one called Mithra. Which I believe is a yeah, it's another character from Xenoblade. So Mithra and Pyre from uh, Super Smash or from Xenoblade Chronicles Two are joining Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, be getting a new level of music, of course, in addition to the two characters. So that's you know usually how it goes uh, for the Smash Brothers stuff. So they they had that at the beginning. And then mm-hmm. they they announced that Fall Guys is going to be coming to the Switch in the summer. Yeah, just print a uh, billion dollars, why don't you? Like seriously, that's yeah. going to be hugely popular. So yeah, Fall Guys, The Outer Wilds, and Samurai Warriors Five are all coming to the Switch in the summertime. Um, and then there's this game called Two or Famicom Detective Club. So it's two games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a murder mystery visual novel series. The first one is called The Missing Air, and then the second one is called The Girl Who Stands Behind. Uh, they're being remade and ported uh, to the Switch on May 14th. The old visual novels usually aren't my speed, but interesting for those that are interested in that. And then the PS1 JRPG Legend of Mana, or Mana, however you prefer to say it, uh, is going to be on the on the Nintendo Switch on June fourth, as well. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise got a new trailer. If you're into that, uh, there's going to be a new Mario Golf game called Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, it'll have your standard golf mode, speed mode, story campaign, and of course online and local multiplayer. It's coming out on June twenty fifth. It was pretty that, cool. You can like that looks fun. Yeah, it, it honestly does. Like, like I don't think I'll be getting it, but like if somebody had and they're like, "You want to play this?" I'd be like, "Sure, I'll play it." Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can you can like uh, put your me's into it as well, which is pretty pretty neat. Um, uh, they announced some release dates on some some of the games that they're going to be adding onto the Switch. Uh, the Capcom Arcade Stadium, which is out now. Uh, Stubbs the Zombie Rebel Without a Pulse is March 16th. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands March 24th. Uh, DC Superhero Girls Teen Power June 4th. No More Heroes 3 August 27th. Knockout City May 21st. And then uh, they announced a new game called Neon White, which is an anime shooter from the maker of Donut County. Uh, Paradise Killer esque first person shooter coming to the switch next year hmm. 2022 uh switch th- and then also there, there's a game coming out called metopia uh 
which looks pretty neat. It's like you have like a like a group of um, me characters, and you kind of go off on a you know on a quest and a journey on a you know kind of D and D esque type thing, which is pretty pretty <laughs> cool. It, it looked pretty yeah. neat to be honest. You get to they can uh, cast you as the bad guy. I remember that because it's a yeah yeah they, yeah yeah exactly. Um, it's pretty funny. They're adding because of Mario's uh, anniversary. Uh, they're adding things from the Mario universe into Animal Crossing. So there's going to be a bunch of items being added on March first. Um. They're adding like costumes, and you can add like the pipes where you can go in and out, you know, the things, and there's the blocks, and a bunch of cool, interesting Mario items that they're going to be adding for uh, for that because of Mario's 35th anniversary. Um, but yeah, and then uh, of course, they also announced this game called well, it's not called that, but I guess it's kind of like the working title. Project Triangle Strategy, which is the demo that, or which is the game uh, that Josh was talking about earlier that he played the demo of. Mm-hmm. It's a tactical RPG uh, from Square Enix, and yeah, it definitely, it definitely looks looks like Octopath Traveler. That's what I thought when, it, when we first saw it because I was watching, I did too. I was like, I was sequel, watching, right? I was watching this live on my on my channel when it dropped, and I thought, like, yo, this is Octopath Traveler too, right? And then you know obviously didn't turn out to be that but yeah um so the demo went live that same day and yeah it's there if you guys are interested yeah if you have a switch check out that demo uh a new star wars game was announced star wars hunters coming later this year it is a multiplayer shooter so i'm uh, being this the star wars person that i am i'm, I'm very intrigued by this but we do know that it's going to be free to play so i'm not like very uh I don't know. I'll I'll keep an eye on it because I like Star Wars, but we'll see what happens. You know, kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, World's End Club is a new detective story from the makers of uh, Danganronpa, uh, and it's coming out on May twenty eighth. Also coming to the Nintendo Switch is the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which includes Ninja Gaiden Sigma One, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two. And Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, and it's coming out in the summer. Dark Souls before Dark Souls was a thing. Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Those games are fucking hard. Uh. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity will be getting DLC in the spring. Uh, the f- there's an, an image here where it tells you, you know, it has the whole plan. Oh, let me, I'll plan. throw that up on screen for you guys. Hang on. There's a, a bonus available on may 28th 2021 which is a new newly added weapon and costume for link uh wave one will be available on june 2021 expanded roster newly added weapon types new challenges for the real ancient lab uh and new challenging enemies that will be uh, again june 2021 uh wave two will be november 2021 with new character uh vignettes uh newly added stages uh expanding the roster again and then new battle skills for existing characters so as always 20 or 1999 for the uh, dlc for that uh in addition to that uh skyward sword is getting a hd port uh for the uh 
Nintendo Switch. It was originally a uh, Nintendo Wii game that required you to use the motion controls and stuff from the from the Wii, you know, the Wii the Wii motes. Um, but uh, yeah, and they're gonna give you an option to play with the standard controller now, and that's coming out on July sixteenth. And then finally, their like big announcement at the end of the of the direct was that uh, Splatoon three uh, is a thing, um, <laughs> which yeah, they uh, they 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 did it. They announced it. That's that's what this trailer is that we're watching right here. Yeah. As soon as I saw the uh, the little that character right there, and like they let you create the character, or whatever. A few of us in my chat were like, yo, is this going to be like a Splatoon Battle Royale? Or like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> a Splatoon story game? Or like, like, what, like, what's going on, you know? But it's just Splatoon 3. Um, I never played any of the Splatoon games. I used to have friends who played, like, the second one quite a bit a couple years ago. But, like, I just don't. I, I just, I, I don't have any of these games. I never played them personally, so. They're just not for me. I don't think really, like, uh. Not my not my style of game. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you that like it, you're getting more of it with a third game. Yeah, um, there it is. So there, you get a little bit more out of that. Overall, um, how do you feel about this direct, Daniel? Um, about about what? Was there any? Uh, just overall, oh, how do you feel about it? Was there stuff here the for you? Stuff oh, not I for was, you? I was I was severely underwhelmed. Um, mm -hmm. As I, to be fair though, I, I usually am with Nintendo Direct stuff. Like I just, there's so much in that, so much stuff that Nintendo does is I just don't give a shit about really for the most part. They tend to do a lot of like anime, like weeby stuff, and I'm just like I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, I'm kind of the um, same. I, the only thing I really um cared about or was even interested in was the tactical thing that has the most ridiculous name that I can't even remember what it is right now. So that thing. Um so they give it an actual name. I think um, for me I like the Animal Crossing stuff coming to to the or the Mario stuff coming to Animal Crossing. But that's, yeah, that's not like a cool. game. That's just like stuff they're adding to a game. Um the Mario golf game looked cool. That that I think was yeah, probably one looked... of the, the things I was like, oh that's pretty dope. And then just for my curiosity is just uh, the Star Wars game because I'm like I don't know what that is, but Star Wars, so mm -hmm. I'm interested already. You have my attention. Um, but yeah, apart from that, like, well, I guess Metopia looked kind of cool. Like, I would play Metopia. That, that seems like it'd be a good time. Huh. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Apart from that, no nothing really in here. I'm just like, eh, I don't really. Yeah. They did nothing. Nothing really like super did it for me. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And that so, is all the direct stuff. Yep, those are all the stuff that they happened at the uh, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so we also had BlizzCon Line yesterday. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the stuff that happened there, such as Blizzard announcing that they're doing a, a remake of Diablo 2, and they're calling it Diablo 2 Resurrected. This is pretty cool, actually. I've got the the uh, trailer up playing for it. 
So I've never played Diablo 2 over the first Diablo. My first experience with Diablo was Diablo 3. Daniel, do you have any experience with the Diablos? I don't. I actually don't. Gotcha. Um, so I wish I had input to give people on this. So they're like, look at all these changes. I'm not knowledgeable on Diablo 2 at all. Um, From what I know is that they're doing a full HD remaster of the game and, and the expansion. Uh, Lord of Destruction, uh, better uh, fully 3D graphics as well. Uh, all it cinematic... definitely looks pretty. Yeah. yeah, all the cinematics are also being recreated and updated shot for shot. Uh, and then, you know, because they do what they usually do with these kind of games is they let you play it in the original form as well, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll have the updated version and then they'll let you play the... Uh, the, the original form if you if you hate graphics of course I'm kidding <laughs> if you want that nostalgia yeah if you want to play it the way it was uh then that's available for you as well it's cool that it's got cross progression yeah that's pretty cool that is pretty cool but yeah i just honestly i i, I don't really i never really played any of the diablo games so i i don't have anything to say to be honest um i am probably gonna check this out because i never played diablo 2 and this is, seems like if you ever want to tr- uh, check that out, I know it's much beloved by folk. Um, mm-hmm. It will be the the time to do it. Here's where it's, it's all coming. It's coming to everything, man. Like right here is, is, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, Switch, much. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and S, and as well as the Battle.net launcher, which is PC. So they already have this up for pre order, too. So um, I think it's 40 bucks. There you go. I think. So I don't think coming twenty twenty one. Yeah, there's no release date. It just says it's coming out sometime this year. It's so, pretty cool. Yeah. What's uh, next? Sticking to Diablo news, the Rogue class is coming to Diablo four. Oh yeah. Uh. So there's a Rogue announced trailer there that I believe Josh is throwing up. It is. It is up on screen now. It should be anyway. Uh, Here you go. Uh, so yeah, this is the new class coming to the old Diablo Four. I think they said this is supposed to be kind of like a a hybrid from Diablo Three's uh, Demon Hunter class and uh, one of the old Assassin class. I think from Two or the first Diablo. Um, it's this trailer is pretty cool because um, you know it's Blizzard and they're really good at making these badass cinematics. Mm-hmm. Um, you got your old priest there saying some stuff, and then you got the old rogue in, and she starts laying out ears, man, one by one. Confession. Um, this is what Wayne does when he just leaves the crab rave on. Yeah, getting getting. Good old confessions. That's an ear. That's another <laughs> ear. Uh, oh, they—they, they, I think they also said that this—you uh, could do like range builds as well as uh, melee builds with this class, as you would expect from like a rogue. The trailer is actually pretty brutal, man. She's just out there fucking just murdering the shit out of this dude, collecting ears, and bringing them to the priest. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's going to be a while probably before we ever get to play Diablo 4, but... Um, we know for a fact it's not coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a pretty badass um, cinematic. I'm not really, I'm not like a huge Diablo guy, but this looks, uh, it's intriguing. Hmm. And I'm, I wonder what other classes uh, they're going to put in the game. They're in saying that in game you can uh, customize her into an archer or a cloak and dagger rogue, or probably yeah. something in between. And then apparently Blizzard also said that the ears are are not just for show. So take that as you will. I think in previous uh, Diablo games, I know this because a lot of the people I played WoW with played Diablo, was like ears were... Um, you would get them from PvP as like a... I don't know if it's a currency or what, but you could collect like... If you killed another player, you could take their ears or some shit. I don't remember exactly what it is, but there's something similar to that. I don't know if you could trade them in for like PvP stuff or what, or if at all how it works. So, uh, but when they show off the class here, like they are, it looks like a lot of fun, uh, a lot of hopping around, a lot of cool badass moves. Dang, Daniel, there was a move for your, uh, for your, uh, for your ranger man. Fucking summon like four spectral versions of yourself that shoot arrows. That'd be cool. Um, so yeah, you uh, guys should uh, check this video out. It is uh, over at the YouTube channel of um, Diablo, the official Diablo YouTube channel. Hanging check up the memes. With all those fucking ears, yeah. They'll never hear you coming. Um. Uh, the next bit of thing here is uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands' first major update is called Chains of Domination, uh, which I'm sure Josh can talk about here. So I'll A little bit. I... Uh... I have not. I kind of quit playing the the Shadowlands. I just didn't have uh, the time really at the uh, uh, bit. But when we left, last kind of left off story wise, Anduin has still being held by Sylvanas, as you can see here. You know everybody's favorite character. Um, uh, looks like uh, they're getting ready for like the next little go around here, and we get kind of like a, a little bit of a of a double turn. Where they're talking about this mall, and they're kind of getting ready for the next raids, which is like uh, I believe the jailers uh, trying to break free of the maw and just kind of unmake the world as we know it. For those of you who know who the jailer is, he's like the big bad, the big bad of this expansion. Um. Um. And I'm kind of I'm not I'm not super hyped. Really, for WoW at the moment, I go through periods where I'm like, I want to play this, and I'm really excited for it. And I, I can tend to drop into a lull. I'm interested into what they do. There's your boy, Uther. Um, hey. After uh, after this uh, expansion. To, uh, 
to uh, see what they set up for next. Are they going to do like a WoW 2? Because I feel like you could after wow this. Two? Yeah, like a WoW 2. Like World of Warcraft 2.0. I don't yeah. know if they will do that, but they they could very easily do that if they wanted to. I know some people were like speculating on that. Um, um, I don't know if they ever will go that way though. They seem pretty happy doing the expansions and then updating visuals and stuff as they kind of I mean, yeah, the game's do. been out for like ever at this point. Yeah. Um, so uh, here we have uh, the Jailer is controlling Anduin, Prince Anduin, and he's going to go kind of uh, undead Super Saiyan in a minute, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and he ends up looking a lot like fucking the lich king man like arthas like there he comes shout out to the homie arthas man shout out to the homie arthas yeah uh so i find it interesting that they're making anduin do all this stuff because his character his character is like he doesn't want to hurt anybody right he doesn't want to kill anybody but he's a king and kind of has to defend his people and now he's being forced by the jailer to commit what appears to be these atrocities and they very much have kind of like he's got runes on this armor here that looks like they're kind of like the runes similar to the the uh frostmorn the sword that arthas took up and became the lich king with and the jailer has some link to that um uh and really i have no idea how this story is going to turn out other than they I'm pretty sure they don't want to kill Sylvanas at any point for some stupid ass reason, and they're determined to make her be the hero, and that annoys me. So <laughs> that's my problems with WoW at the moment. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know if I'll play this. I might. Who knows? I'll let you know if I do. Well, there's Josh on the on the new uh, expansion, or the new yeah. or not expansion, the new update for the expansion. Yes. Which, speaking of updates, uh, coming to WoW Classic is uh, the Burning Crusade expansion. Yeah. Uh, WoW's first expansion is coming to Blizzard's uh, revival of the old school experience. Players will be able to choose if individual characters move on to the expansion or stay in the pleasingly plain halls of vanilla forever. Burning, uh, so yeah, Burning Crusade, that's the, uh, first, the first expansion, huh? The very yeah. first expansion they came with, when you when you would go through the dark portal and 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 reach Outland for the very first time, uh, I have very 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 fond memories of the Burning Crusade. I had a lot of good times in that expansion. Um, uh, so Blizz, Blizzard has decided to to continue on with their classic rolling because they finally woke up and smelled the coffee, where they were like, "We can grab these old people." That used to play the game long ago and make them subscribe again. I tells you for classic, uh, we'll just recycle old content. Um, so uh, that's what's happening. Uh, you get a choice, I believe, to stay on the vanilla or you can move on into Burning Crusade. But what I I, I saw later on in one of the panels, they said that you could pay. I think there's a premium service to like almost make a clone of your character and put it in the Burning Crusade, and then you leave one behind. And just vanilla classic. That way you get the best of both worlds. And they mm -hmm. can make money off you doing that. So, um... 
I kind of wonder how Blizzard is going to continue to do their classic rollouts. Are they going to keep doing... All right, they'll do the Burning Crusade for a while, and then they'll do, hey, Wrath of the Lich King, hey, Cataclysm, hey, Mist of Pandaria, hey, Warlords of Draenor, hey, whatever expansion, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Forever, and then, you know, I believe... Um... Oh, my God, I'm blanking. Uh, la, 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 la. Uh, I, there's another MMO that does this, and I'm I'm completely blanking, but 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 blanking on the name of it. Um, I'm not sure. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Let me get it. Fucking, I'm gonna feel EverQuest. Doi. Um, EverQuest uh does this. Mm. Um. Uh, where they they will like, every few months like start a new, uh, classic their equivalent of a classic uh, server and then roll through all of its expansions and major patches and people will go, go back and play through that. So um, gotcha. I wonder if uh, Blizzard will continue to do that as well. I don't know, but interesting to think about. Have fond, fond memories of those old times. What is next? Next up, we have... The new expansion for Hearthstone called Forge in the Barrens. But I don't really know too much about Hearthstone. <clears throat> Me so either. I can't really speak on it. But all I know is that uh, there's going to be a new entirely free core set of cards made up of classics and over 20 new cards. Uh, there will also be new cards, other new cards, including ones that rank up over time, like Chain Lightning. Uh, and then there's also going to be a Mercenaries mode. That lets that lets you build teams and lead them through highly replayable roguelike missions. Yeah, that's uh, very uh, Slay the Spire inspired. The, the update is scheduled to come out later this year. I was on the Hearthstone bandwagon like back when it first came out, and then it made my blood pressure go up, so I quit playing it because it made me mad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I never played it. I never, I never played that one. The only one that I, the only other Blizzard game besides. Overwatch that I played was uh, Heroes of the Storm, but I haven't played that in forever either. Yeah. Uh, the Blizzard Arcade Collection is out now on the PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. So a lot of their old, you know, classic games. Here's a here's a trailer for them. If you want to. Yeah, the Lost Vikings is on here. Uh, yeah. Rock and Roll Racing, Blackthorn. Yeah. Uh, you can they 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 opened with this, by the way, on the on the in the keynote, which was very weird. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Uh, so you can play each game in its original form, or you can play it in an upgraded definitive mode, uh, which adds modern features like the ability to save. Uh, so yeah, there it is. So yeah, if you are nostalgic for those old classics, really the only game on here that I knew of was the Lost Vikings, and I've played growing up was the Lost Vikings. So, uh, you can. Yeah. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be a shit, but I won't. <laughs> that was funny. You can, but I won't. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Jesus, that's funny, man. Uh, fuck. Oh, that's great. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's that. Um. All right. 
Okay, so there was an Overwatch 2 panel as well. Uh, so a quick overview of things that happened. Uh, they announced new maps, Rome and New York. Uh, there's going to be dynamic weather events like blizzards and sandstorms. Uh, there's going to be PvE objective-based scenarios called hero missions. Uh, class passives that grant skills to players depending on their role. For example, DPS heroes have increased movement speed and support heroes have a slight health regen. Uh, specific uh, Character-specific enhancements like adding more steering onto Reinhardt's charge ability. Uh, talent trees that allow players to customize heroes, which that'll be pretty neat. Uh, there's obviously new looks for the heroes, which they released images of like the new looks for the, some of the characters. Uh, there's an image here of uh, Widow, uh, Reaper, McCree, and Farah. Uh, and then there's new story content focusing on repelling the rogue robot faction in the old sector. Uh, there, there, there's the new looks for the characters we got. Widow I like Reaper. how it says the new hero looks are kind of like the old hero looks, but with more knee pads and LEDs. <laughs> <laughs> uh and they also teased a new playable character for Overwatch 2. Uh so so Sojourn. Uh she is a Canadian black woman. Uh they teased the character, but they didn't really announce like they didn't really like announce it. They just kind of teased her. So hmm. there is a video here where they talk about all that stuff. It's like a forty-minute video. It's long. Where they, yeah, where they talk to you about all that stuff. Um, trying to see like I had a thing here. Here we go. Found it. I had like a separate thing where they talk about the new new hero. So so yearn. I'm gonna post your link, Josh, in in the gotcha. chat here. So uh-huh. they kind of tease a new character. As I was saying, she's a black woman from Canada. This is gonna be the thirty something if new character to to the roster of heroes, I think. Um so they said that the character was designed around her weapon type, uh, which is a railgun, and that her railgun is described as a really powerful shot that can rip through enemies uh, if you're really accurate with it. It's all about that aim skill. Hmm. So if you got that aim skill, you're going to love her. Uh, she's become a lot of people's favorite in-house. Uh, they didn't really say which class she's gonna be, but I mean, I imagine she's DPS, right? So yeah, I would uh, think she's gonna have a semi-automatic fire mode as well, and then yeah, I mean, there's there's the character design. Uh, she's she's she looks very cybernetic, you know, with like boosters on her legs and what and her back and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she's gonna be have the she's gonna have the ability to perform a rocket powered slide. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how things change over the course of the development of Overwatch 2. But uh, yeah, the game probably won't be out until at least next year. 
Yeah. The very least, right? So we'll see. So that's just a little bit more information on Overwatch 2. Finally, we got a little bit more after we've been waiting years for uh, for more updates and whatnot. Um, but yeah, there's there's a there's the video out there if you want to check that out where they talk about all the stuff that I mentioned. It's the behind the scenes of Overwatch 2 Blizz, Blizz, BlizzCon Line 2021 video. Uh, the last thing I have here for the video game news is that Amazon's MMO has been delayed again. Uh, yep. it's now, launching, now launching in August with a closed beta for pre-orders in July. So I actually played this game a little bit. I played... I have as well. What was it? It was like an like an alpha or a beta or no, it wasn't a beta. I don't know. It was something. I played some version of the game. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty neat, but... The, I thought it was cool, but I but there was I don't know, it kind of felt like to me at least it felt like a game from like ten years ago. Um, so hopefully maybe they, they'll keep spruce you know, ed, mar, sprucing up the game and you know continue to just make it I, s- I saw somebody uh comment and I'm like I kinda agree with this where they were like Google and Amazon Saw people making a bunch of money off video games and were like, hey, we can do that. Let's throw money at it without researching into it. And this is what happens when you do something like that. Stadia has kind of like, you saw what happened with that last week. And uh, Amazon, this is like the third or fourth fucking time they've delayed this damn game because they obviously don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. So, um... Money isn't everything when it comes to video games. We've seen that with the indie scene, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want failure. Obviously, I want every game I ever play to be interesting and good because I want to play it. But you know, yeah, um, making games does take heart and soul sometimes, not dollars. All right. Yep. 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 All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the TV news then. Let's hit it. So first up, uh, there's a Clue animated series in the works at Fox. So you know, we heard you know, a deer the- screech somewhere out there in the wild. I believe right? it was Baba waiting to <laughs> waiting to cheat. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't, I didn't even play Clue with you guys that time, so I don't I don't even know the the, the reality of that, but. It's just fun to joke around with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clue animated series in the works at Fox. Uh, an animated series based on the classic board game Clue is in development at Fox. Fox Entertainment has partnered with content studio E1 and Bento Box Entertainment on the series. Uh, yeah. So, Clue was a re- Clue, the board game released in 1949. Uh, during World War II to pass time during the air raid drills in England. Uh, uh, so the game, you know, for those who don't know, um, you have to sort through clues to determine uh, which of the guests at a dinner party at a mansion uh, killed their host. Um, so, yeah. How do you feel about the Clue animated series? Uh, interesting. I'm kind of curious to how they're going to do it. I want to know, is it aimed more at me, who played it as a uh, uh, growing up and am now an adult, or is it going to be aimed more towards 
uh, the kids of nowadays, stuff like mm. that. Like, is it going to be for me or is it going to be for the kids? You know, since it's an animated mm. show, it can go either yeah. way. Um, they haven't really said how many episodes or what, you know, how, what, yeah, what, what, what the, what, who they're aiming towards or, you know, what the, any of that. They just, you know, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. But for right now, all we know is that it, it, it's in the works. So we'll, uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Whatever, regardless if, if it's good or not, you always have the Clue movie with Tim Curry. So go watch that if you haven't seen it. It's funny. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have a trailer for Invincible, which is that animated show on Amazon that we've been talking. Hell yeah! From uh, Robert Kirkland. I have not watched this trailer yet. I haven't seen it either. So this is actually my first time watching it as well. But, uh, yeah, man. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, just yeah, on the and... stuff we've seen previously look cool. Mm -hmm. I like the cast. The cast is pretty great. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm very... I don't know a whole lot about the comic, but I'm curious to check this out. Because it looks cool. I mean, I'm, I'm into superhero shit, so I will definitely be... Uh, be giving this a shot for sure. It's an Amazon Prime uh, show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I love a good uh, superhero show. I like the uh, I like the animation style. I'll say that. I do. I also like the um, the I like his super suit. Yeah, um, it looks good. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, that's, that's cool. that was very bloody. <laughs> yeah, uh, look like there. Well, it's gonna be on Amazon Prime, so they can, you know, they can do a little, little bit more. That cast, man, that's a solid cast right there. Look at all those names. Look at all those names. Damn. Damn. Yeah, this oh shit, yeah, that's this Holy is, uh, fuck. This, this is very bloody. <laughs> very, very bloody. Holy shit. Holy crap, yeah. I, uh, yeah, holy crap. Oh shit, there's more. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't it. Dude, this looks fucking rad, man. I actually yeah, can't it looks I'm, really I'm, metal. I'm I'm looking forward to checking this out now. Rude. Invincible. March twenty sixth. So we'll be seeing this soon. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'll definitely be giving this a shot because that looks that looks really cool. I was like very, very intriguing, man. I like that J.K. Simmons is gonna be the dad. That's gonna be cool, man. I was not expecting uh, that violence that we saw there. I mean, listen, uh, we, cool. we, we saw we we know how the boys is. So, yeah, yeah that's we on do. Amazon as well. So another bloody superhero show. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. I'm I'm looking forward to that. For sure. All right. Well, that's next. Next up, we have a Gremlins series called Secrets of the Mogwai. Um, an upcoming animated family series from Warner Brothers Animation and Amblin Television for HBO Max. 
Uh, it has been in production since at least July 2019. Uh, set in 1920s Shanghai, uh, they've added a few cast members to the show. They've added Ming-Na Wen, Didi yeah. Wong, and Matthew Reed yeah. to the cast. So three three solid uh, people to the thing, to the show. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're joining James Hong in in the cast and uh yeah this is going to be an upcoming 10 episode animated television adaptation um from in in the gremlins universe so this will be this will be pretty neat pretty neat that's that's cool i love gremlins man i grew up watching it we watched it not too like a couple years ago you and me did watch gremlins and it's a good time yeah yeah, it was uh, it's fun. It was good, good, good stuff. Hell yeah! So I'll I'll definitely be checking this out as well because I I like Gremlins. Also, um, and yeah, I mean, the, the, again, the voice, the 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 actors, the talent they're adding to the show for the voices is is incredible. So I uh, I'm about it. I I, I like I like Ming Na, BD Wong's cool. So yeah, man, that's. Anything that adds more talent to it, you're gonna be doing good. So, good stuff. Hell and I believe, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, this show was already renewed for season two, even though it's not even out yet. But anyway, uh, huh. moving on. Uh, there is a Constantine series in the works at HBO Max. So, as mm-hmm. you know, John Constantine from you know DC Universe. Uh, they're making a series over there it's an early development they're currently searching for an actor uh to portray the main character of constantine uh they're saying that this is going to connect to the justice league dark series that is currently in development uh with jj uh, abrams and bad robot um Uh, the show would follow a younger version of the character and focus more on the horror elements of the comics rather than the religious ones. Which, that sounds pretty cool to me, to be honest. Uh, so it's it's not going to be connected to any of the CW stuff. They're doing their own thing with the Justice League Dark series and, and this show. So that'll be cool. I'll be, I'll be, in, I'll be curious to see who they cast for, uh, for Constantine. Yeah. Uh, they have yet to confirm which characters will be in the Justice League Dark series, but Constantine was a part of the team, along with uh, other comic heroes like Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Dr. Mist, Madame Xanadu, among others. Uh, most likely, the principal characters in the show would get their own standalone series before joining forces in Justice League Dark, uh, similar to how the defunct Marvel television division did with Netflix shows and the Defenders that each, you know, everybody had their own show before they team up. That's probably what they're thinking they'll be doing here. Uh, and as we know, Constantine has been in the CW-verse and they had a movie with Keanu in 05. So now we'll see who gets to play the character going forward in this uh, in this universe. of. Uh, they really like Constantine, huh? That's kind of... Yeah. Uh... I mean, he's an interesting character. 
kind of interesting that he kind of for me he came out of nowhere with the with the movie with Keanu so and then you know he got his own series and then he kind of showed up in those other series is kind of where I learned Constantine yeah so yeah I I do like though they're going for a younger version Mm -hmm. and they're focusing on more of the horror elements instead of the religious ones that's interesting to me as well and I like I'm, I, I like Justice League Dark, so we'll see where they go with that. We'll see who they cast for uh, some of the other characters. Um, very exciting. So I'll be keeping an eye on that most definitely. Um, the last thing that we have here for the TV news is Miss Marvel has added Laurel Marsden as Zoe Zimmer. Um, so yeah. Zimmer is somewhat of a frenemy to Miss Marvel, apparently. A popular girl at Cole's Academic High, the superhero first saves her in the Hudson River. Uh, and yeah, so there's going to be a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a, a, a thing between those two characters in terms of like, yeah, being frenemies and whatnot. So I'm not too familiar with this character uh, as I am with most miss marvel stuff like for me i was bare like introduced to her well not introduced to her because i already knew miss marvel but like i learned more about the character miss marvel through the avengers video game that came out last year Damn. even though i kind of already knew who she was and stuff like that but i just i learned more about her through that game so even then i'm still not like super like familiar with her story or anything so I don't really particularly know who this character is, but I'll be, uh, we'll find out when, when, you know, when, when she's in the show. So yeah, Miss Marvel is set to drop, uh, later this year, apparently. And the cameras are rolling in Atlanta. So Josh, you know, you go down to Atlanta and be, <laughs> be in some Miss Marvel, man. They actually cast extras all the time. They, they, uh, if you have the morning news on, they'll occasionally have uh, the the casting directors and stuff on there, and they will literally read out, "Hey, we need uh, yeah. this, this, and this for this role here on this series." Kind of, you know, they keep it kind of top, not top secret. Like they don't tell you who the character is or anything like that. But here's what we're looking yeah. for: we're looking for some extras for this. Um, if you have the, your own kind of uh, period clothing, I've heard them say that before. Come on oh, down, really? give us a good, like as an extra or something, you know. Hmm. Um, so they 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 do do stuff like that. You can go down there and that's pretty cool. Sometimes I don't know in the era of COVID how that's going, but they have done it in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fair. And sometimes you get lucky and meet a a star like Daryl from The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> fucking norman reedus mm -hmm. always looks greasy that man <laughs> yeah somehow I don't know <laughs> that dude would get out of the shower and still look like he's greasy <laughs> uh, all right well i guess that's all we have for the tv news uh as we head into the movie news we have a bunch of trailers here that's that's the majority of what we have but there's other yeah. stuff that we can talk about as well yeah here we go what do we got first i have it up well, first up we have the official trailer for Zack snyder's justice league and let me tell you i'm very excited for i'm excited too i cannot um, wait dude i cannot wait 
I want to watch this like the day it drops because I am so excited for this. Yeah, we we have to, man. We have to. This is a good trailer, by the way. A real good trailer. Like, yeah, I I, I really dig <laughs> it, man. It looks. It's crazy to me, like how much better this looks than the original. Like, I I can't I can't believe it. The other one is so forgettable to me that I don't even fucking. I saw it one time, never watched it again. There's your boy Darkseid. Um, and that was it. Like, I don't even hardly remember that movie until they started bringing this up and were like, "Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna do this big fucking, fucking four hour epic, or whatever." It's gonna dark be. Dark Side, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, boy. There's some good fucking lines in here too. Uh, this looks so badass, dude. And that line right there, the red cape with the charging mm-hmm. bullet, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Um, the black Superman suit looks. You can see dope. Iris in this version of the movie. Yep. And then. Black suit Superman, baby! Yes! Fuck yeah! Hell yeah, dude! Oh. That last shot's so good. I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. Every time I watch this, I just, I'm, I get so excited. It's a pretty hype trailer. Yeah, Black Suit Superman. <laughs> So this is pretty soon as well. And then the Joker, we live in a society. Yeah. March 18th. Um, Batman. March 18th. Yeah, a month away, dude. That's exciting. That is that is very exciting. I, I, I mean, you can only go up, right? So yeah, for real, like it, it, it literally cannot be worse. It cannot be worse than the other one. Yeah, there's no going down from here. And already, everything I've seen just looks immensely, so much, so much better, so much better. So yeah, I'm super stoked for that. I I can't wait for March 18th. That's gonna be, that's gonna be fun. March 18th is a Thursday. So, cool. Thursday, Thursday. I can't wait, man. That's going to be fun. All right. Next up, speaking of Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder says that he's developing a King Arthur film. Um, uh... He was talking about he was doing press for the movie, uh, you know, the, the 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 his version of Justice League, and uh, he stopped by the the Minutemen podcast where he's talked up the idea. I've been working on something, but we'll see. He says, I've been thinking about some kind of retelling, like a like a real sort of faithful retelling of that Arthurian mythological concept. We'll see. Maybe that will come at some point. Um. But yeah, I, I'd be interested to see what he does with that because I believe the last like movie epic that he's did was like what three hundred maybe? Because ever since then he's been like involved in all the DC stuff. I think. So and I like three hundred. I actually really like three hundred. That movie's awesome. So I'd be I'd be about him getting back into that kind of style of of you know movie. It'd be cool. 
Um, I'm still waiting yeah. on that Green Knight movie to come out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one will be coming out sometime this year. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm about I'm about that kind of stuff. So I'd be very curious to see what he does with that kind of material. Um, especially since, like I said, we've seen him do so much superhero stuff within the past. I don't know how many years now at this point, like like half half a decade or or maybe more. Um, so or actually, yeah, more than that at this point. Like the past ten years or so, probably he's been doing superhero stuff. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see him get back into other things. Because I'm pretty sure that after this, his version of Justice League, I think he's like done with you know DC stuff. So, anyway, hang up the cape, yeah. man. Yeah, Move at least for now, you know, Move bigger and better things. things. Although, if the if the fucking uh, Justice League thing is a hit, I could I could see him being like, we gotta have, you. gotta have, you, you can't yeah. you can't go yeah. do this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Although they're just they're doing so much different stuff now, like they really are. Like it, it you know they're just doing all kinds of different things now. Like I'm like I'm super excited for the the Batman, which you know, yep. he's not he's not involved in. That's the Matt Reeves one with Robert Pattinson. I'm very I I the first trailer we got of that I I watched that trailer on oh, repeat, dude. It was so good. I regret not doing a trailer reaction for that one because that one was great. But uh, I'll do one for the next one for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah. Speaking of trailers, we have another one here. It's Disney's Cru- Cruella. I haven't watched this yet, so you're gonna you're gonna get a live reaction out of me for this one. Oh, well, there you go. I have seen this one, and uh, I'll tell you what kind of vibes it gives me after we're done watching it. So we have Emma Stone portraying the character of Cruella Deville. And Cruella Deville, of course, is the villain from the 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> hmm. Interesting uh, music we have here. You guys gotta listen to it on your own because we won't be playing off, of course. Correct. There's some very intriguing music here. That's pretty cool. So, I get some very particular vibes out of this trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me... As I was watching this thing, it gave me super similar uh, Harley Quinn vibes. For sure, for sure. Like Um, that's super. Like like I I even joked like Disney's Harley Harley and Quinzel or yeah. Like that's like that is what I got. Like those are the kind of vibes I got. this, uh, my this my thing with Cruella Deville is in in these types of movies is when you do a movie with a villain right you usually have to sympathize with them just a little bit to get in on it and kind of enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's gonna be really hard to to sympathize with somebody that wanted to kill a bunch of puppies and make a coat. Out of them. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm like, I wonder how they're gonna do this. I the mean, problem, it, 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 the problem when they try to do these villain movies is they try to make them anti-heroes instead of keeping mm-hmm. them villains. You just have to, you just have to go in and, and if you're gonna do this, you, you have to keep them villains. Like you, you just, you just like stop making everybody an anti-hero. Not, not everybody's a fucking anti-hero. Like. I know that nowadays everybody's like, oh, there, there isn't just black and white. There's gray. Some people are just bad, as we know. In real life, there's a lot of evil people out there. Mm-hmm. So you 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 got it when you if you're making a, a movie about a villain, you gotta just keep him a villain. You know, like stop trying to make everybody a fucking antihero. That not everybody's a goddamn antihero. But anyway, those are the vibes that I got. I got super like Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey type shit. It is. It absolutely is. Trailer. That's the like the first thing I immediately thought of as I was watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, they're, they're you know they're gonna do something different, but like that's those are the vibes I got from this trailer. Uh, but yeah, there's there's the Corella trailer right there. And then right. speaking of trailers, we have one for Mortal Kombat. This is the Red Band trailer. Which I have not seen. So Which I have so, seen and regretted not doing a reaction for. So this is you guys are gonna see me do a reaction to this right now because I haven't seen this. So here we go, red band. So I expect some some shit in this because since it's a red band one. Yeah. We have Fuck Steve it. Harvey here. <laughs> Fuck oh, me. you oh you met you messed up, homie. That's Sub Zero, bro. <laughs> Oh, there, there's his arm. Oh, shit. There goes his arms. Um, Interesting imagery we have here. A great tournament, huh? Oh shit! That one guy that's in like every one of these kind of movies. <laughs> like seriously, he's like an oh damn. Oh, I like that. That was a good move. <laughs> it's the so blood on the thing was pretty cool. Fucking dope. Liu Kang. Jax. Okay. Raiden. Okay, okay, okay. I want to see a fatality, dude. Come on. Show me a fatality. Sub-Zero. God, I'm so dude. In. I'm so in. That, that was fucking rad. <laughs> Holy shit, that was rad. Get over here. Yeah, boy. Oh shit. Oh damn, they're just going at it right here. <laughs> you fucking beauty. 
that was good, <laughs> man. Okay, you got okay. your fatality. You got your fatality. You got Kano's yeah, heart rip, man. Right, I dude? was waiting for it. I was like, where's the fucking fatality? Because I know <laughs> that when we've talked about this movie in the past, they were like, we're going to have fatalities and that kind of shit in this movie. So mm-hmm. I... That's going to be fun, man. That looks like it's going to be good. Or, or, or like, I, you know, a fun time, at least, you know? I'll tell you what I... I'm going to tell you what I, I think of this, and then I'm going to tell you some a couple other things on it, which is... All right, go for I, it. When I, when I first went in watching this trailer, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I was like, is this going to be bad? Like, should I just brace myself for terribleness? I was so <laughs> pleasantly surprised at how good this trailer is. It makes me super hyped for the movie. Like, it's Mortal Kombat, right? It's not going to have, like, the greatest story ever. It doesn't have to. Um, uh, the th- but it but it really captures the spirit of those games um, and play, play, playing those games, right? Like, you can tell that whoever made this movie um, really gave a shit about uh, capturing that spirit and putting it in this film. Um, they've said the, I believe they said, uh, Sub-Zero is kind of like the main villain of this movie, which is really cool. That means it's the first Sub-Zero, mm. um, in the Mortal Kombat lore, because there are two. Um, uh, I'm very curious about the character of Cole, who is an original character for, um, the movie. uh, for this film. Um, there's a quick flash in here where he looks in the mirror and sees like Scorpion for like a hot second. Like he just kind of like flashes to him for a second. So he's yeah. definitely probably going to have some sort of connection to Scorpion, either as a son or a descendant or something. Um, uh, with that, the other vibe I got from this movie, do you remember the movie Ninja Assassin? Because that is kind of like the action I get out of this. It makes me think of Ninja Assassin. Um, if you've ever seen that, that film, um, I have one gripe, uh, and oh, the gripe is like the 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 littlest thing ever, which is that Liu Kang's outfit makes him look like Ryu from Street Fighter, uh, in a scene, oh. and it's like that looks so weird to me, and it like well, stuck out to me immediately. Uh, well, hey, I would have changed his clothes right there, but that's Where, whatever. Where's Where's Chun Li, dude? Oh my god, that was so <laughs> did dumb. You, did you hear about that? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> then they oh played it off god. as a joke. Oh People my were, god. Were so, they're like, where, where the hell is Chun-Li, dude? Like, <laughs> I got Street Fighter, you buffoons. That's the wrong, that's the wrong game. The game. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. That cracked me up when I first heard it. I think Majin was the one that told me about that. And I was like, dying, dude. I could not believe that, dude. That shit had me laughing the hell. Like, oh, it was so funny, dude. They were just like, come, like there was this article where they were like, where's Chun Li or whatever? And like, wrong, wrong game, person. You're wrong game. They've done those, they've done those movies, man. Oh, fuck. That's funny, dude. Oh, that uh, um, but yeah, I'm going to watch this. I wish I could see it in theaters because I feel like it'd be a blast to see in theaters, but obviously mm-hmm. that's probably not going to happen. We'll probably all watch it together. We're going to have Goro is going to be in this movie. Um, um, I love uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero's outfits. I think they look cool as fuck. Um, I can already see people selling replicas of Sub Zero and Scorpion's mask on Etsy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, if this does really well, I could see it kicking off like a little mini movie franchise, maybe. You know, if they wanted to. Um, there's no Johnny Cage in this movie, 
I know people were like, where's Johnny Cage? He's, he's not in this one. Um, uh, unless, unless for some reason, Cole turns out to be Johnny Cage, which I would be absolutely shocked if that was the case, because he does not seem like Johnny Cage at all. Um, <laughs> um, but um, this looks... I went in not expecting much um, and was pleasantly surprised at how good and how fun this movie looks. So... Uh, so I'm excited for this. This is on my I'm excited now to watch this. Kano looks cool. The Kano wins, you fucking beauty. Line was so good. Um, and I just can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to have I some agree. badass action. I agree. Sequences. It's, it's going to be, yeah, at the very least, it's going to be a fun time, I think. Just mm -hmm. seeing all that madness go on. Um, yeah. All right. Last thing I have here is the Flash movie has cast Supergirl for the DCEU and uh, Sasha Kaye is uh, going to be Supergirl in the, uh, in the DC universe. Um, the director for the Flash movie, uh, Andy Muschietti, uh, broke the news to the actor uh, in a call that he posted on Instagram. Uh, so she's known for the young and the restless, uh, soap opera. Uh, she's joining a cast that is, includes Ezra Miller as Barry Allen slash the flash, Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck playing the Batman. And then, uh, Billy Crudup playing, uh, you know, Barry Allen's father. Uh, the Flash's latest draft was written by Birds of Prey screenwriter Christina Hodson, uh, and it sees the Flash go back in time to stop his mother's murder in an act that messes with his timeline. Uh, the previous Supergirl was played by, or in a movie, was played by uh, Helen Slater, who was in the 1984 Supergirl movie, while Melissa Benoist has been uh, portraying the character on the TV uh, universe since 2015. But we now know that she's done playing the character in TV as well. Um, so yeah, The Flash is due to come out November 4th, 2022. So yeah, we have a Supergirl for the uh, DC Universe. Um, That's cool. I, yeah, I think it's cool as well. I have no idea who she when Same. I heard the name, I was like, I'm not really sure where she's from or anything. But yeah, apparently she's just known from like, you know, the the like I said, the young and the restless uh, soap opera. You yeah, know? that's so, like her big thing. So she must have gave yeah. one hell of an audition. She must uh, have, dude. Because like going from, like you know, not to sound disrespectful, but yeah, doing nothing, but that soap opera, to now being Supergirl, like that's. Her her world is gonna change. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's gonna be uh that's that I mean good for her. Congrats yeah. to her. That's gonna be it's gonna be cool. But yeah, she's gonna be in the flash movie as Supergirl. So it's gonna be interesting how many characters we're gonna have in this flash movie. It's it's kind of reminding me of, of Spider-Man 3. We're just gonna throw everybody in this movie, I guess, huh? Yeah. Which makes sense when you kind of deal with stuff that has to do with time and you know, multiverses and all that crap. But I'm about it. I'm 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 intrigued and all that stuff, so 
we'll see what happens. But yeah, we have a flat or we have a supergirl in, in, in the Flash movie, so very cool. Congrats to her. And uh, we'll watch a career with great interest now. Indeed. Uh, but that is uh, that is all we have for the movie news. That is our news. That is the news, guys. Uh, all right. Daniel, do you need a break or can we go to our main topic? Because I do, I do need it. I need a all break. Right. Yeah, I do need a break real quick. We're going to take a quick little break, guys. I'll put some music on for you and then we will be right back after when this. When we return, we will go on to our main topic, which is our uh games of the decade from 2010 to 2020 so we'll talk about what that entails when we come back be our back be our brb guys quick quick break all right guys we are back thank you for sticking with us through that break there um daniel do you want to set us up for what this is what is the game of the decade so games of the decade the main topic of our episode today is games of the decade from 2010 to 2020 so you may you may be asking what the, what the hell does that mean um so we're gonna be going through the past decade from you know we're gonna take you back to the year of 2010 now of course that was a decade ago uh, so we're going to be starting from there and we're going to be doing until 2020, which is last year for, for that 10 year period, we're going to be two, we're going to be going into each year. So for example, 2010, we're going to have three games. So our game of the year, our runner up, and then our third place games. And then we'll have some honorable mentions as well. If we have some of those. So yeah. We'll have 2010, 1, 2, 3, honorable mentions. 2011, 1, 2, 3, honorable mentions. 2012, 1, 2, 3, honorable mentions. So on and so forth until we get to 2020. So now with that being said, um, my list or yeah, my list is going to uh, obviously be very different to, to Josh's, very different to yours if you're watching this, for whoever's watching this. Uh, First and foremost, because these lists are our own personal lists. So Josh is going to have his favorite game of, you know, 2014, and it'll look different than mine. And, you know, his, you know, his second, you know, whatever, so on and so forth. It, it's games that this is our list. So they're going to be games that we really uh, enjoyed and love and you know, have a great deal of, you know, admiration and 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 you know so on and so forth for every year since 20, 2010 right mhm mm um and not only that but i haven't played every single game same that i have on here um so there's going to be games on this list that or there's going to or there won't be games on my list or my top 3 that maybe will be once i play them so exactly. I have I have some games in my honorable mentions for some of these years that did not make it into my top three only for the simple fact that I have not played them yet. And it would kind of be unfair to include them in there over some games that I have played. So for that reason, they're in the honorable mentions list and I'll we'll get into detail on what games those are when we get to them. However, that being said, you guys know how we're going about this and what we're doing. So there there it is. 
Um, I think what, what so what we want to do, Josh, is do you, do you want to do like that? So we'll, let's say 2010. You say your list, I say mine, and then we do honorable mentions. Or you want to go through mm. your top three honorable mentions, and I go through mine. And have, well, we have, can do we can do our top. I can do my to... top three. You can do your top three, and then we can do honorable mentions. I like that way better. Um, okay. Okay. <clears throat> or you can start, or whoever, we, however we want to start this. is It's your, yeah. this one was your idea, so you can start. Okay. But. Yeah, so we can do that, or we can do, like, honorable mentions first, and then we can go three, two, one, or, you know, ho- however. I, I, It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me, buddy. I'll let you make the call. <laughs> All right, so I think, I think what we'll do is, we'll do a mix of that. So we'll do... We'll do three, two, one, and then and then we'll then I'll so you'll okay, so you'll start first. You'll do three, two, one, and okay. then I'll do my three, two, one, and then we'll go through the honorable mentions. So Okay. So we're gonna start off here. Again, we're transporting you guys to the year of twenty ten. The uh you know, going back a decade. I mean more than a decade at this point, because it's not twenty twenty, it's twenty twenty one, but you you know what I mean. We're starting from 2010 to 2020, so we're going all the way back to the year of 2010, and uh, 2010 I think was 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 a good time, um, for me at least it was a good time. I don't know how I don't know how Josh feels about that year, but I, I thought yeah, it was it was it, good. It wasn't that it wasn't that bad, you know. But uh, we have a bunch of a bunch of games that came out this year. I think for me, this was a year where there was two games in particular that I played. A whole heck of a lot of more so than probably well that's not true. I played a I played a few games quite a bit that year, but there's two that I can think of off the top of my head that I remember from that year very specifically. But anyway, Same. Josh, if you would like to be if you would like to start us off. All right. Uh so we're going so we're gonna go with Josh's top three. We're going three, two, one. Thanks. Go ahead, sir. All right. Your, no, your number three game of, of 2010. My number three game of the year 2010 was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Um, mm. I played the fuck out of Brotherhood when it came out. Um, it was like the third installment in the Assassin's Creed series. It was a direct sequel to Assassin's Creed 2. Continuing on uh, the story of Ezio Ottore di Firenze. And Desmond Miles. Um, Introduced a lot of cool mechanics and had a really good time with that game. Um, uh, So yeah, that was my number three. My number two was uh, Red Dead Redemption, the original game, uh, which came out in 2010. And it was like really the one of the first games that made me care about a character and it just had a great story, a great you know, in the old west, uh, a good setting uh, and a good uh, a good uh, just just a great story and such a ridiculously awesome ending that I'm not going to spoil if you've never played it, but if you never played the original Red Dead Redemption um Find a way to do it because you're missing out, man. Especially if you like Red Dead Redemption 2. And my number one is Mass Effect 2. Um, really my number one. My absolute favorite of all of the Mass Effects, Mass Effect 2, 
my god how do you where do you even start um this it starts off with a bang uh you lead it get to meet so many cool characters in mass effect 2 with great stories and their own unique personalities as you lead them on this mission where maybe not everybody's gonna survive um uh, you learn to love those characters and, 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 and it just has so many good moments where the music just hits you right and you get goosebumps. Um, which is why I can't wait for Daniel to get to play play it when he comes to the Legendary Edition in just a few well, months. Yeah, we'll get to that. Spoiler alert, I haven't played Mass Effect 2, so it's not in my top three. <laughs> but that's um, the only reason why. It's just because I haven't played it. Uh, so yeah, um, Mass Effect 2... Absolutely number one for that year. I couldn't think of a better game to put up there. So what are your three? So my my, my top three is uh, number at number three. Drum roll! I have Bioshock Two at my uh, number three spot. Oh, I I, I enjoy the Bioshock series. Uh, I think to a lot of people, two is probably the weakest one of the, of the trilogy of the three. Um, but that being said, I still enjoyed number two for what it was. Um, and yeah. I uh, it's a game that I have played, so so I I I imagine that once I play Mass Effect Two, this one will probably be bumped out of the top three. But uh, yeah, I I, I still enjoy Bioshock Two for what it is. It was a good game. I so this game I did not play back then. I played it more recently within the past several years. But it's a 2010 game, so I put it in the top three because uh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the games I played from that year. So I I did the same thing. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Bioshock Two is my third uh place for the year. Uh, my number two game for 2010 is one of my favorite games of all time. It is a fan fucking fantastic game, and this is Mafia Two. It is a hell of a game. Mafia Two is incredible, man. If you guys haven't played the Mafia series. I mean, at least play Mafia 2, because it is so fucking good. I love Mafia 2, man. I just, the entire game from start to finish is so damn good. The story, the characters, the, I, I have yet to play Mafia 1. I want to play that, I but I haven't played it yet. Uh, but Mafia 2 was the first one that I played from the series. And it is just, it's so good, man. Like, again, the characters, the, 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 the story, the, the soundtrack, the, the environment, you know, you're dealing with, with you know, again, the gangsters and the mafia and that kind of stuff. You know, I, I, I like that kind of shit. There's so. a there's a reason I'm smiling about this, by the way. And <laughs> we'll get to it in a minute. I, <laughs> dude, Mafia 2 is just, it's just one of those games. It, I played it on the PlayStation 3. And it was, it was, a, I don't know. I, I just, it's a really, it's just a really good game, man. Like, it's so damn good. It's so, so, so good. Like, I remember picking up this game, and I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, oh, well, it's a Mafia gangster game, open world. Let me just try it out. And I ended up really enjoying the game. And it was it was awesome. It was, it was really, really, really fun. So I have that as my number two slot. And then for my number one for the year of 2010, I have the original Red Dead Redemption as my hey. number one game of 2010. I cannot tell you how much I played this fucking game and how much it, it, it affected me and all that stuff. I love the, I love the red dead series and the first one. 
I remember pre- like pre-ordering this game and like, oh man, what a time, dude! Twenty ten to go back and like re- replay this game from the beginning because or if you're for the first time because such a good game, dude. I, I, you guys hear me talk about Red Dead all the damn time, but the first game was just at the time it was just incredible, man. Like again, John Marston, the main character you play. His journey from the beginning of the game to the end of the game is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the story. I love the characters. I love the soundtrack. I at the time the graphics were fucking incredible. Uh, it's just just everything about this game. It's like literally this is one of my not only one of my favorite game of the of this year of 2010, but it's one of my favorite games of all time. I love Red Dead Redemption the original so much. Um. I don't. I haven't played it in a good number of years, so I don't know how I would I would feel about it going back to it. But I have nothing but fond, beautiful memories about this game, and I love it. So yeah, for that reason, it's my number one. It's my game of the year for 2010, Red Dead Redemption. Hell yeah! So there it is. My top three is Red Dead number one, Mafia two at second, and then Bioshock two at three. Gotcha. All right, so there's our top three. Let's cut into our honorable mentions. So hell yeah, Josh, what do you have as your honorable mentions for 2010? Hey, guess what it was? It was Mafia Two. Is one of my honorable hey. mentions. It was almost in the top three, but it got inked out just a little bit, um, which is why I was smiling when you had it on your list. I was like, I bet when I was going through the list. By the way, I was like. I was I was as I as I made mine I was like well I know Daniel's played this I wonder if it's gonna show up on his list and Mafia Two was one where it's like I bet that's in his top three. Um, yeah, I, I um, love that game. <laughs> it's so good. Um, my next honorable mention is Battlefield Bad Company Two. Um, who knew Battlefield mm. could have an interesting story? So the Bad Company games are about this unit. Um, that are trying to kind of pull off this, uh, if I remember it correctly, it's been a little while. They're trying to pull off like a little bit of a heist uh, against these, uh, against the bad guys that they're fighting against. Had full destructible buildings, and I had such a good time playing those games that I had to put it on there, and I played it a lot. I have um, a game that's similar on my list, but I'll, I'll, we'll get to it when I get to mm-hmm. it. But go ahead. And then my last uh, honorable mention, which I, I have more on the list, but I'm not going to read like the, the the whole thing. I just want to mention off the next couple. Um, is um, I put Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 on here. Um, ah. uh, so I had, a, I had a good time playing that uh, as well in the year of 2010. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, what what are your honorable mentions, my friend? So, uh, my honorable mentions for the year of 2010 are... Uh, I have a few, actually. I have a number of them. I'll, I'll go through them very quickly. But my first honorable mention is Alan Wake. I have played oh. that game. It was pretty enjoyable for what it was. Uh, it's another game that I played more recently, as opposed to when it first came out, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, Just Cause 2. Another fun little game that that came out in 2010. I I remember just loving the like zipline thing and just flying around everywhere and blowing shit up. And it was, it's a good, it's a, just a good like you know turn your brain off and fuck shit up kind of game. Uh, honorable mention number 
three, Star Wars Force Unleashed two. Yep, like Josh said, uh, <laughs> I enjoy the original Force Unleashed much more than the second one. Same. But it's still a Star Wars game, and they continued the story of the first one, and there was still some stuff in there that was pretty cool. So there, I put that in there. Uh, my next honorable mention is the 2010 FIFA World Cup game because if you know me, you know that I'm a sports guy and I love me some football. And the 2010 World Cup game and the actual real life tournament was was fun. I, I enjoyed both, so that's in there because I used to play that game a lot and I love football and soccer and all that stuff. So that's in there. Um, my next honorable mention is Call of Duty Black Ops, the original, the first Black Ops. Because let me tell you, in the year of 2010. I played. I, that was when I would still play Call of Duty, and I used to play. I used to be good, dude. This is when I was still good. So what happened was I used to be really good at Call Call of Duty, and then my PS3 crapped out. I got the yellow light of death, so I didn't have my PS3 for a long time, and that's when my skills diminished. But before that, I was a fucking beast at Call of Duty, dude. I wasn't like. Like in the Modern Warfare two days, I was in the clan and like I, I was like all about it, dude. Like, so Call of Duty Black Ops. I remember again. That's another game that I pre-ordered that year, and I was, dude, I was all about Call of Duty back in those days, man. It was it was a whole <laughs> lot of fun. And the original Black Ops, I have a lot of good memories about. Um, so yeah, that one definitely in there. And then of course my fine, or actually no, I have two more honorable or honorable mentions. The next one is God of War three. I have not played God of War 3. Shocked, surprisingly, it's one the, the only main series God of War game I have not played. I've played 1, 2, the 2018 one, but I have not played God of War 3. Um, I don't. I guess I just missed it. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I just missed that one, and I, I never played it. Um, but yeah, God of War 3. And then my final honorable mention is Mass Effect 2, because I know that I will get, be playing this game soon, here, soon enough here in the next several months. And I'm I'm pretty sure I will enjoy it, uh, and it'll probably be bumped into the top three uh, for Bioshock Two uh, when I'm done with it. But for now, because I haven't played it, it's in the honorable mentions because I you know can't put a game in the top three that I haven't played. So it's in the honorable mentions. It'll be there for now. There we go. Hell yeah! So that is the year of 2010 done and over. Moving so, on to 2011. Moving on to 2011, indeed, indeed, indeed. Daniel, why don't you start us off with your three this time, since I did it last. All right, sounds good. I will, I will. We can do that. We can alternate between. We kind of swap know. back. That way, I'm not the main focus every time. I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do that then. All right. So for top three games of 2011, I'm going to be starting off here. So, um, okay. My number three game for 2011 is this is one that I I, I had a little bit of a of a debate here because like there's a lot of this there's actually quite a few good games in 2011 man mm -hmm. like I kind of I kind of debated between like having a a few games in here right because I'm like. There's there's so many good ones, and some of these I didn't play until later, but I just, you know, I, I had to I had to do what I had to do. So my number three game for the year of 2011 is Uncharted Three: Drake's Deception. Mm. So it is the third installment of the Uncharted 
franchise. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Uncharted series, and uh, Uncharted Three is pretty pretty cool, pretty badass. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I just it's a game that I played not at that time, but a couple years after that came out. But I but again, I still enjoyed the the uncharted franchise and and that's one of the uh the the games in 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 that series so i uh threw it in there so you know it's there it was it's tough because there was another game that could have maybe taken the spot but ultimately i felt more comfortable with uh, having uh that one in there so that's my number three uh number two this is a game for me that i spent many hours on and this one, I just I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the fact that you can create your own character. I enjoyed the fact that it was just a goofy ass, silly ass, fun ass fucking time. And that is for my number two game of the year. I have Saints Row the Third, baby, because that game is a good ass time. And I, I I can't tell you how many hours I fucking dropped into that game, man. I adore Saints Row the Third. It is one of my favorite open world, like super silly games like that of all time because i i I don't know man just like the story is so much fun and like you know the i need a hero sequence at the end of the game is incredible and there's just so many good moments in it and and again the fact that you can create your own character is like the icing on the cake i just i I love that game very very much Uh, such a such a fun good time um but yeah i uh I, I I really like that game. If you haven't noticed by now, um, and then yeah, my number one game of the year, my my game of the year for 2011, is um this little game called La Noir. I really like La Noir. Uh, you you might you might notice a little bit of a trend with 2018 and and or 2018, 2010 and 2011, two Rockstar games at number one. I just like that kind of style of game. I guess. The first one was a Western, you know, Red Dead Redemption is a Western. And then L.A. Noir, we have, a you know, a detective cop in L.A., you know, in the, you know, fucking in the noir times. And you're just, you know, solving mysteries and, you know, interrogating people. And it's it's such a, and at the time, the, like, face technology was pretty dope for the, for then, for that game. Um, I liked the main character and. There was some again the OST for that game was also super fucking cool and super great. I just I just really love LA Noir, man. It's another one of those games that like it's one of my favorites of all time because the story and the characters and everything is just so incredible. I, I I really, really like LA Noir. So yeah, that's my uh that's my top three for uh 2011. And as you'd imagine, I have some pretty pretty hard hitters in the honorable mentions. But it, it, this year was tough, man. There's there's a lot of good games. Mm-hmm. That's my top three. At number three, Uncharted Three, Jake's Deception. Number two, Saints Row the Third. Number one, LA Noir. So Josh, it's your turn, my friend. We're, we're All right. So for my top three for 2011, starting at number three, I have LA Noir, which is hey. what Daniel's number one. I knew it there was going to be on your list because I knew you. Uh, I've talked very fondly of this game. We both talked about how we're both fond of LA mm-hmm. Noir. Um, like you said, it's a good detective story. Um, it had that, that at the time, that facial, those facial animations. The facial technology. Was where you so had good. to read, 
you literally had to read people's facial tics and things to determine if they're lying. Are they telling the truth? Are they trying to be deceptive? I remember it being a big deal. Um, uh, so yeah, the L.A. Noir fucking classic. If you've never played it, check it out. It deals with a lot of cool shit. Um, number two, I have Total War Shogun 2. For those of you that know us, know that I love samurai shit. And that's exactly what Total War uh, Shogun 2 is. Um, I love all the Total War games, but I, the very first one I ever played, and I think the very first one they ever made, was the original Shogun. Uh, where you pick your clan. Uh, I usually go with uh, the Date clan. And uh, wage war on Japan and try to take it over and become Shogun. Um, also, there's an achievement for collecting a thousand heads of your enemies, which I have. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a hell of a fun game. They play these little um, cutscenes when you send, like, if you hire an assassin to go assassinate somebody, there's a chance of success and failure, and it'll play a little cutscene um, if they succeed or not. And some of them are pretty funny, and some of them are just badass, and they're a lot of fun. Love that game. Um, and my number one is The Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings. Mm. Um Anybody that knows me knows I love The Witcher. Uh, in particular, I love uh, Witcher uh, 2 um, because it did something that kind of blew my mind. It was a game that almost... It didn't require two playthroughs, but I played through it twice um, because there's a choice you make in like the second act, I want to say, or at the end of the first act. I can't remember exactly where you make the choice at. To either help somebody or chase somebody. And if you pick which one you pick changes how the entire third act goes. And that's for some reason just blew my fucking mind in 2011. Um, and I didn't even realize it until I had completed the game uh, with the, my original choice. And I had read that other people had gotten something completely different and had like, no what? fucking clue. Uh, so I was like, I got to play this again. And I did. And I love I and that has always stuck in my mind, um, whenever I think about The Witcher. Um, so those are my top three at three L.A. Noir at two Total War Shogun two, and at number one The Witcher two Assassin of Kings. Hell yeah, solid. All answer. right, and Daniel, what are your honorable mentions for the year twenty eleven? So I have quite a few honorable mentions, as you'd imagine, because um, it was a uh, it was a, it was a busy year. It was a good uh, year, actually. Looking at looking at what I have on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so my honorable mentions for twenty eleven, I have Batman Arkham City in my honorable mentions. That's a game that I have played. Um, I think, unfortunately for me, since I didn't play it at the time. I played it like I only played it like I think last year. Like I played it for the first time last year, so I think unfortunately for me it it was a victim of not like I think for me that would have been much better if I played it at the time, but since I didn't, it's kind of not like I don't hold it up in high esteem as much as other people do. That's just mm -hmm. me though, and again, it's I think it's a product of me just not playing it at the time because I'm 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 sure that if I played it back then I would have loved it um, even more. Uh, for now, I think it's all right, though. Um, next up, for honorable mention, I have 
The Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was tough because, again, I really like this game. But there was just the top three games. I just, I had more of a, uh, I don't know. Like, I played The Witcher 2 after all those other games. So it was also one of those things of, like, I don't know. But the other three, I just, I had more more time with and more, you know, more uh, nostalgia for and all that stuff. And, and yeah, so Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings, really good game. Really, Like Josh said, really, really good game. He spoke all about it, but that's in my honorable mentions for now. Uh, next up, I have Infamous 2, sequel of the Infamous game. Infamous 2 I like more than the second one or the first one, I think, for me personally. Uh, I had a good time with that one. Uh, Portal 2. Fun co-op puzzle thing. I'm not really super into puzzles, but I think for me, the fact that you could do co-op was what did it for me. So I, it was fun playing that game with a friend. Uh, uh, what else we got here? What else we got here? Um, Minecraft. It's just a fun open world, you know, sandbox. Play with your friends. People still play it to this day, ten years later. Just a fun, do whatever you want kind of game. Uh. Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. I like the Lego, like the Lego games, and uh, I like Star Wars. So you combine the two, uh, I'm going to have a good time. And that at the time was cool, but unfortunately, they only did like the first couple seasons of The Clone Wars, so they're missing a lot of Clone Wars content in that game. Uh, but anyway. Uh, also in my honorable mentions, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO that... I still play nowadays because I like to play through the stories that I haven't played through. And it's, you know, it's just a fun, 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 fun game to play. Uh, honorable mentions of games that I have not played. I have a couple here. I'm just going to name them off real quick. Dead Space 2, haven't played. Uh, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, haven't played that. Dragon's Dogma, haven't played it. Uh, oh, wait, is that? Oh, that's, that's the wrong year. Never mind. Uh, Dragon Age 2. That's the one. Dragon Age 2. Haven't played it. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Did this game come out this year? Which game? Hold up. I think I'm, I think I may have confused the game. I what have to be careful with some dates. Yeah. What are you going to ask? Sorry. Okay, yeah, Dragon Age 2 came out in 2011. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. okay. So yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's, it's on my 2. list. <laughs> Dragon Age, list. Dragon Age 2, honorable mention. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, I think that's it. Oh, Dead Island. Haven't played that either, but I want to play at some point. So those are those are my honorable mentions for for that. Gotcha. There you go. I, I had uh, quite a few, but I, again, 2011 was a year with a lot of. Stuff. I will I will speak on the dates thing for a minute, which is that. Um... Some of the games on my list later on are Japanese games, and they usually release in Japan before they release in the United States. And I was like, I would write down the wrong date. I'd write down the Japanese date instead of the United States date. So I went with the year that I ultimately uh, it came out in the United States. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That, that, I think that works. Um, I, I, I was like, wait, this isn't right. I'm seeing this again on the list. And I had to go back and fix it a few times. But, yeah. Um, not a big deal. Um, some of my honorable mentions for the year of 2011 were Saints Row the Third. Just a goofy, fun... Uh, oh, my God. I can't tell you how much fun I have playing Saints Row the Third. Um, 
It was almost in my top three, but it got edged out just a little bit. Um, next up, I'll give you a hint of what this is. Um, it is a, a, a Skyrim. Uh, there it is. Uh, I've had so much fun modding Skyrim and modding Skyrim and not playing Skyrim, just modding Skyrim. But playing and then playing it for a little bit and then breaking the game completely. Skyrim. Um, next up, I have Star Wars The Old Republic as an honorable mention because we still play it to this day, like Daniel said, and have a hell of a good time playing it. Um, yeah. uh, next up, we have Deus Ex Human Revolution. I remember when this game came out and I was sitting here waiting to get to play it and I had a hell of a good time with it. Was it perfect? No, but it was fun. Um, uh, Batman Arkham City, same as Daniel pretty much. I, I did play it on release and had a good time with it, but I don't know if I ever beat it. Uh, but I do remember playing it. And then uh, Dragon Age 2. I had a very good time playing that as well even though it did have its flaws out of all you know in in my opinion out of all the dragon ages is the weakest okay that's what i hear the second one is like the weakest one right Mm-hmm. still fun though mm-hmm. sorry i knocked something off my desk and i'm very confused as to what it was um 2012 uh it's my turn for the top three i believe um, it is your turn to start us off with the uh, with the top three of the year. The t- my top year of the year 2012. And number three is Far Cry 3. Um, we had a lot of good memories being on that island with the psycho known as Voss. We all remember that E3 conference where they were showing him off and he was doing the definition of insanity. It fucking shit was dope. Um, it was a hell of a good time in that game, even if the ending is a little weak. Um, it was still fun getting to explore that island and and and, and take on Voss and and all the other cronies out there. And yeah, my number two for twenty twelve is Dishonored. Um, That's this two? Dec- yes, number two. Okay. Uh, the first person stealth action video game by Arcane. Uh, kind of very diesel punk where they run on whale oil and you're framed for the murder of somebody and have to hunt them down and your choices impact the game. Uh, the first game where you kind of don't want to necessarily kill everybody, but kind of take some of them out alive. Um, leading up to a, a very interesting uh, ending. Which I've never played the sequel to. Um, to, to Dishonored? I haven't either, to be honest. C- correct. And then the... Now, if anybody knows me, and knows this year, and knows what game came out that year, you definitely know what's at number number one. <laughs> this is XCOM, Enemy Unknown. This is the original XCOM. Well, not the original XCOM. The, the, the more modern original XCOM uh, that came <laughs> yeah. out in 2012. Uh, base, it's a remake of the 1994 version of XCOM, uh, which is kind of reimagined. Um, I can't tell you how many times I played this fucking game, guys. I can't tell you how many times I played this fucking game. I played it nonstop. I played Long War nonstop. Um, uh, the, when they made XCOM 2, they based 
the the beginning of the game and how XCOM the original one ended based on how many times people had fucking failed. But it literally took how many times have people failed this game and and made a list and was like, well, we lost that first war. And this is how we're gonna do XCOM two based on that. Um so it is yeah, it is nutty. And I love XCOM. So that is my number one game. Just based on my personal enjoyment and just how much fucking fun I had playing it. Hell yeah. Uh, and also, fuck that fucking frozen Arctic mission where the goddamn <laughs> monsters come out of the whales and start eating people. That Fuck that mission. All right, Daniel, what do you got? What is your 2012 top three? My 2012 top three. We're going to start off with number three. At number three for 2012, I have Assassin's Creed 3. That is my number three uh, slot here. Um, this was, I think, the... Well, no, I know for sure. This was the last Assassin's Creed, that I, Assassin's Creed game that I played um, for a long time. Because I remember picking this game up at Target. It was on sale. I was like, fuck it, we're going to grab it. We're going to play it. And... I like the Assassin's Creed games. I love. I, I enjoyed the first one. I love the second one with Ezio Auditore da Firenze, and I was like, "All right, we're going to fucking you know, we're gonna we're gonna fight some Brits in this one." All right, you know, we're playing as a Native American assassin here. We're gonna fuck some shit up, and I I mean, I ended up liking it. I didn't like you know super love it, or I didn't end up hating it like I did. Or but I thought it was a enjoyable entry into the franchise. Um, and yeah, so Assassin's Creed 3 is my number three spot. Uh, at my number two spot, I also have Dishonored. Uh, great, great, stealthy, uh, you know, steampunky assassin game. I really enjoyed it. This one for me was, was I played it like a couple years after it came out. It was one that I picked up for free on PlayStation Plus back on the PS3. And I didn't know what to expect from it at the time, but this is one of those games where I was like super pleasantly surprised because like I ended up really enjoying the game, and I was it was just one of those games where I'm like, well, I don't know, I'm gonna pick it up because it looks neat, but I don't know anything about it, and like got it, played it, great game. I ended up enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I, I also have not played the second one or the Outsider expansion or spinoff game or whatever that is. I don't even know what that is exactly, but I haven't played the other the other Dishonored games. Uh, but I really enjoyed the first one. It was a pleasant, super pleasant surprise for me. Um, and then my game of the year for this one uh, is uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead. Um, it was a, it was a super uh, emotional uh, uh, gut punch uh, that game, uh, season one in particular. Uh, and yeah, I just it was just one of those that was like I think the game that like really. Like I watched the Walking Dead TV show at the time, so that's what like made me interested in playing the game. Like I knew it wasn't, and it was I knew it was based off the comics. I knew it wasn't you know, didn't have people from the TV show or anything. But I was like, well, I'll just give it a shot because I like Walking Dead, and you know, it was, it was a different kind of style of game than I'd normally play. Like because Telltale games are like you know, you have a list of it's it's super like like dialogue and story heavy. You know, you get like here's four options, and you know. It's like point and click, and like here's you know here's your dialogue options, and, and you know you choose one, and it affects you know how p 
people react and you know some so and so will remember this or so and so will not remember this and so on and so forth <laughs> but but for me it was the, the just just the super just the journey that you go on with with Lee and Clementine that like really really stuck with me in that one and it's it's still the the of of they did like four seasons of the walking dead game the telltale and i think the first one to me is still the first the best one although i haven't played i mean i did play the second one but to me it's not as good as the first one and then i have not played the third and the fourth but i mean yeah i don't know i i, I will get to those eventually but season one of the walking dead is really good and i really enjoyed that it was very emotional especially towards the end of the game but yeah good good stuff that's my Hell top yeah. three assassin's creed three at number three Dishonored at number two, and The Walking Dead at number one. Hell yeah. We have our honorable mentions now. Honorable so, mentions. If you'd like to go first, go for it. Yeah, okay. So some of my honorable mentions are Borderlands 2. Um, I bought this on release and didn't really hardly ever play it on release because I had nobody to play with. It was one of those things where it's like, let's get this and play with people. However... Within the last uh, little bit, I got to play with Daniel, Baba, and, and I believe Jake played with us at one point. So, like, mm -hmm. we all went through Borderlands 2 fairly recently. Like a couple years ago, right? Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I finally got to, to um, uh, play that game and really get my thoughts in on it. Uh, next up, I have Sniper Elite V2. Um so I played the like the original Sniper Elite, like that fucking old ass game, and then they came out with this sequel. And man, let me tell you, the fucking X-ray bullet moves are ridiculous in this game, and I love them. They're so much fun. Um, uh, next up, I have Max Payne Three. Now I was a fan of Max Payne growing up. I played every single game, one and two. And to finally see the conclusion of Max Payne's story in Max Payne 3 was really satisfying. Um, and to be honest with you, I miss the Max Payne games quite a bit. And I, I wish they would um, come out with another, like a reboot or a reimagining. Um, next up, Mass Effect 3, the conclusion of the trilogy. Um a lot of controversy when it came out. The ending has been very uh, highly debated. Um, I didn't hate it exactly. I wasn't a super fan of how it ended, but it, it is what it is. I think it was almost impossible for, to satisfy everybody with that ending because there was so much built into it. Um, but I still love it. I'll still go back and play it and, and enjoy it. So, um, um, Hitman Absolution. It's Hitman. Well, it's so much fun. There's, I don't really have much to add on it. Um, <laughs> the Diablo 3, uh, fun with friends, a, a little iffy at the start when it came out. I just remember getting obliterated as my demon hunter uh, on that. Um, and then Guild Wars 2, the sequel to Guild Wars, uh, the original Guild Wars, which I played a lot of. They came out with Guild Wars 2, and I was really hyped for it, and I bought in immediately, and it was a lot of fun. I'm still going to this day and still check it out every once in a while when I'm in the mood. So those are my honorable mentions. Daniel, what are your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions for the year of 2012, we have Borderlands 2. Because again, hey. the same Josh said, we, I didn't play the game at the time, but I remember at that time seeing it like be announced everywhere. At the time, I was in school still. And I remember I would take the train or, you know, the... Uh, 
what is it? The uh, I'm blanking on the name, but okay, we'll call it the train. I would take the train, and inside of the train, there'd be like advertisements for Borderlands Two, and I, I remember that still specifically to this day, seeing like Borderlands Two shit everywhere. Um, but I didn't play. I didn't play it at the time. I I only played it like more recently within the past several years, and yeah, it was it's fun playing it with friends for sure. Uh, honorable mention as well. I have Mass Effect Three. Haven't played it. We'll get to it when we get to the uh, the legendary edition of of all of the trilogy of games. Uh, I I I remember hearing people talk about this game when it first came out, and yeah, I remember them liking the ending and and all that stuff. I don't. I still don't really know what the details are to that, and I like haven't looked into it or anything because I want to play the game for myself. And then I think Josh said you said that they they ended up fixing things and all that stuff for that game. So mm-hmm. I kind of just prefer not to even look into that stuff. I'll just play the game when I get the legendary. I'm edition. so curious to see what your thoughts are when you play it. I can't wait. Um, it's going to be a hell of a podcast when we do that. And, and we'll see what happens when I play it. Uh, next up on my honorable mentions, I have Dragon's Dogma, which I have not played, but I want to. I have Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which I have not played, but I want to. Uh, Journey, I have played. I like Journey. It's just a fun, like, I don't know, Journey... Journey's a, an experience more than a game. I think it, it's 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 a it's a good it's a good time. So it's 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 very it's a very interesting game. So I would recommend playing that if you haven't. Uh, Darksiders two I have played. That one was fun. Uh, also an honorable mentions. Uh, Max Payne three in my honorable mentions because from different reasons from Josh he has played it. I haven't. I haven't played any of the Max, but I have it in here because. It looks like a cool game, and maybe I'll God, I wish they would remaster it one day. That would be just all th- like a trilogy. I'd play this shit. Sorry, I, I, I mean I would too. I, no, I, you're, you're good, man. I would, <laughs> I would play it too. Uh, honorable mention: Persona Four. Haven't played it. Maybe I'll play it someday. I know it's on Steam now, so maybe I'll pick it up then and play it there. Uh, honorable mention: Sleeping Dogs. I haven't played it, but I want to. Seems like a fun game. Uh, and then finally, I have Lego Batman 2 because I like that game. And again, I like Lego games and then I like DC and you combine the two together. And it's it's just cool being able to have like a bunch of DC characters running around Gotham and doing all kinds of cool shit. So anyway, those are my honorable mentions for 2012. Gotcha. All right. 2013. 13, it's yeah. your turn to start, right? My turn, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to be starting off our third place with another Assassin's Creed game. This time we're going Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag at my number three spot. I've only played this game last year. I streamed it. I have it archived on my YouTube. So, if you want to watch me play through this game, check out my YouTube channel. It's on there. I have the whole series, I have the run of the entire game on there. So check that out if you're interested. That was a fun time. The only problem I had with that game was stuff that didn't have to do with with the story or anything. It was that the game would crash my computer and it would be I don't know why. I still don't know why that would happen. But the game would literally like fuck like the game would fuck up my computer. I don't know why. But uh I played on the Uplay launcher and again, I really had a fun time with with the game and I liked the pirate aspect and the ships and you know all that stuff. I had a great time with that. But um yeah, the, my only my only negatives to that game was performance stuff that it would crash my game and anyway and my computer and all that stuff. But anyway, third place Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Number two, I have 
Grand Theft Auto Five for uh, for 2013. I have GTA Five as my number two slot. This game was one that I did not play at the time. I played it a couple years after when I got my PS4, and it came with a bundle with that and The Last of Us together. And I played both of those games. Those are like the first two PS4 games that I ever played. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I really enjoy that game. You you get to play as three different protagonists. There's the GTA Online stuff that came after, but I I don't know. I, I always like. I've always, as you can tell from my list, I like Rockstar games. I mean, for 2010 and 2011, <laughs> I had two Rockstar games as my game of the year, and this game probably would have been my game of the year if there wasn't my number one game of the year, which for me in this case is my favorite Telltale game, and out of all of them. And for my number one slot, you may be surprised that it's not The Last of Us or something else, because, spoiler alert, it's not The Last of Us. My number one game of the year for 2013 is The Wolf Among Us. It is my absolute favorite Telltale game out of all of them. There's something about the Fables universe that worked for me in this style of game, and the character that you play, and the voice acting, and the soundtrack, and just, just the vibe, and the aesthetic, and everything about this game. I just... I, I love this game a lot. It's my again. I, I reiterate, my favorite of all the Telltale games. Such a fun time. This is the only Telltale game that I've ever played where I was literally so eager to play it that you know how they would make you wait a couple months for between episodes. This is the only one of those games that I literally paid to wait for each episode at a time because <laughs> all the other Telltale games I played them all. Like after they came out, or, or you know, and I'd play them all the whole the whole thing, right? This one I like so fucking much that I literally had to. I was I played it like as it was coming out, so there was episodes that I had to wait on because I didn't have the whole. I didn't wait for the whole thing to come out. I was so into this fucking game that I like paid for the whole season pass or whatever, and I waited for the entire game. Like, I would play the new episode and be like, fuck, I have to wait a couple months now for the next episode. It was that kind of thing. So that'll tell you how much I really love this game. Uh, and I still really enjoy it. Like, I still, anytime I have a streamer friend, they're like, yo, what's what's a game suggestion for a game to stream? I'm like, The Wolf Among Us, because that game is awesome. But yeah, that's my top three. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag at number three, GTA 5 at number two, and The Wolf Among Us at number one. So Josh, without any further ado, my friend. Your, your top three for uh, oh, right. 2013. For 2013, uh, at my number three, I have Bioshock Infinite. Um, mm. I had a lot of fun playing this game. I know it wasn't universally uh, loved by the, the Bioshock uh, fans in the early, but I enjoyed it. Um, getting on the big airship, running around as Booker, and meeting uh, Elizabeth and, and all that. And, and getting her power set and just the crazy stories and the twists and turns it took um, was really cool. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and the, the ending was so thought-provoking and crazy. and man, I, yeah. I just, I had a good time with it, man. I really did. And uh, yeah, it's, that's why it's at my number three. My number two is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, hey, look, man. We got to be fucking pirates, and it was awesome. And we got to meet so many cool characters and have the awesome music playing. And just there's a moment at the end of the game where the music's playing, and 
and the main character's looking over a crowd of faces, and it's just like, it's heartbreakingly beautiful and got a tear out of this fat man's eye. Um, uh, there's nothing more to say than that. Like, the ship combat was so good. Mm-hmm. And my number one, I'm kind of curious to what people are going to think about this, because it's a handheld game, actually. It's, oh, <laughs> it was for the 3DS. It was my first venture into a new series that I'd always been curious about, but never had broken into before. It was my first foray into Fire Emblem, with Fire Emblem Awakening at my ah, number one. I see. Um, and I don't know how to describe this game to you guys. It it was it's so good. It's got a good story. It's got good characters. The music. I played it. I think I played it like three fucking times. Like I fell in love with Fire Emblem from this game. Um. And not only that, my character fell in love with other characters, and they had kids, and then they rose up and did battle. I love this game. Fire Emblem <laughs> Awakening, I have so much fondness uh, for it. Um, and if you've never played Fire Emblem and you have a 3DS still hanging on there, then go play Awakening, because it's so good. It's so good. Like, that was the game that made me fall in love with Fire Emblem. Like, I had always been kind of curious about the games, but this was, like, the one where I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the leap into it. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did, because Fire Emblem... I'm still a fan to this day um, of Fire Emblem. Um, So that was absolutely my number one. Those are my top three. At number three, Bioshock Infinite. Number two, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And number one, Fire Emblem Awakening. There you go. All right. Our honorable mentions, Daniel, I believe it is your, you go for the honorable mentions. Honorable mentions for 2013, right? You're correct. So honorable mentions for for the year 2013. At number one for 2013, I have, from honorable mentions, I have uh, Rise, Son of Rome. So this is a game that, again, I played only last year. But, dude, I really fucking ended up liking this game. Like, I liked (laughs) it more than I thought I was going to. Like, I'm all about the, like, you know, the Romans and, you know, all that shit. And, dude, I felt like I was playing through a movie playing through this game, man. It was so cool, dude. Like, like, honestly, like, I wouldn't mind if they turned this game into a movie or a game because it was a game. This game into a movie or a TV show because it's so good, dude. Like, I was... I was all in on the story and then like everything that was going on, dude. I was, I really, really, really enjoyed that game, man. I believe it was the Xbox one launch title and it was, it was great, dude. I played it on steam last year and it was, it's, it, it really, I was impressed with, with that game. It's a bit on the shorter side, but that's fine. Cause sometimes you don't want to play a 150 hour game, you know? But yeah, I I really enjoyed that one. It was it was really really fun. I I I liked it quite a bit. Next up, I have Bioshock Infinite, which Josh touched upon a bit earlier. I think it's my favorite of the Bioshock series. Uh, you know, I like playing as Booker and Elizabeth is really cool. And again, yeah, it makes you that game makes you think about all kinds of stuff, the ending and all that stuff. Uh, it, really really fun fun game. I played that one a couple years ago as well. Uh. Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. I that's probably my favorite Far Cry game because it's it's so different. Uh, it, it's it's cool. I I just like the whole '80s like, you know, 
laser guns and and you know fucking RGB katanas and all that kind of crap, right? So I so I like that one. It's just a goofy, silly game. Uh, also, my honorable mention, Saints Row Four. Didn't love it as much as Saints Row Three because it was kind of basically like a redo of that one. It was the same map. They only added like a couple different weapons and stuff. So I was pretty disappointed by that one. But I mean, I still enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, Metro Last Light. I liked that game. It was pretty fun. Uh, I liked it more than the first Metro, which was Metro 2033. Um, and then Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Again, I like the Lego games. I like Marvel. You combine the two. Good, good time. Good, fun time. Now, honorable mentions for a couple games that I have not played. Uh, Tomb Raider, the original one. Well, not not the OG OG, but like the, the, the original of the remake, the reboot. So I haven't played that one yet, but I will. Batman Arkham Origins, haven't played that one, but I will. And then my final honorable mention is The Last of Us. Now, I do like this game, but... This is going to be a hot take. I don't love it as much as other people. I like it. I don't super love it. Um, I'm I'm excited for the TV show, especially with who they cast and all that stuff. But yeah, I just, I, there are games in 2013 that I like more than The Last of Us. For that reason, it's in the honorable mentions. It all it was almost top three if I, you know, if I hadn't played, if some of these other games didn't come out that year. But uh, yeah, Last of Us definitely is a good game. I still recommend it to everybody who hasn't played it. Definitely play it because it's good. But uh, yeah, for me, it just doesn't make the top three. Um, so it's an honorable mention. But yeah, those are my uh, those are my 2013 ones. Hell yeah, buddy. What are yours? Uh, you already, you already do yours. I have not done my honorable mentions for twenty. Okay, my bad. I'm I'm like all over the place right now. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. We uh, we got a lot of uh, names to read, so. To be yeah, fair. there's 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 a lot um, that we're going through, but anyway. Uh, my honorable mentions for 2013 were XCOM Enemy Within. So this is the little expansion pack that kind of came out for XCOM. Um, it was an expansion pack in that it uh, added more onto the first game. It it was basically the first game, and then they added more to that. It's a little weird like that. They kind of did like the War for the Chosen thing, which uh, Enemy Within had like these whole other faction and a whole bunch of other stuff kind of come in and expand on XCOM. Loved it. Um, I played the shit out of that as well as the original XCOM. Next up, GTA V. I played the shit out of GTA V when it came out. I had a good time with it. Crazy characters. Trevor's nuts. Um, next up, let me make sure this came out this year. Because I feel like it came out earlier. But let me double check. Uh, I guess it did. Uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us. Uh, the very first Injustice fighting game, which I played the shit out of and had a has such a cool lore to it. Just awesome, awesome, awesome uh, uh, series. Um, and just kind of crazy where we get to see the superheroes of the DC universe fight each other and, and have a really cool story in a fighting game for once. Yeah, um, I, I, I did play that one, yeah. Um... Next up, the Deadpool video game. Uh, do oh, you remember this game, Daniel? I do, I do. I remember always wanting to play it, but I never did, man. I was so, I, so sad. I, I beat it. it. I played it to completion when it came out. It was fun. It was it was great. It was Deadpool being Deadpool. Um, it definitely captured the spirit of Deadpool. 
So if you never played that game and want to, you should totally do that because it's fun. It's not super long either. Um, uh, next up, I have a game on here that I don't think I played it on release, but I did play it years later with friends, which is Payday 2. Um, I didn't add that one on there, but yeah, that one, I, I do like using Payday 2. <laughs> Uh, there's so much fun getting the crew together and breaking into a bank and robbing the shit out of it and trying to escape. It was so much fun. I remember in the uh, early days of Discord, we would we would play that with a couple people. Uh, yeah, we would. Yeah, that was, that was that, those are those are good memories, man. Those, those are good good times. Um, yes. Uh, my next honorable mention is another Total War game, Total War Rome Two. Daniel had Rise, Son of Rome. So this is we're kind of related. This is a Total War game set in Rome. Um, I had a good time playing it. It wasn't my super favorite, but it was a good time. Um, and then my very last honorable mention, I don't know how many people are going to know what this game is. Um, it's called Divinity Dragon Commander. Um, hmm. um, it's a, it's like this game where there's like a war going on and it's like, got a, it's like one of those games that had like a hybrid gameplay style, you know, where it had like a, you would kind of have like a real time strategy bit and then have like a, we're on this warship and talking to each other, kind of RPG is turn based dealio. It, it it's it's definitely interesting where you kind of mess with political um, parts and then turn based strategy parts, and you'd fly you you would you would turn into a dragon and and go fight in battles, and eventually you would uh, pick a wife from all the different uh, races on board. The it was crazy. It's a trippy a game. Wife. It was it's a trippy game. It was made by Larian, um, uh, in twenty thirteen. So I, I have fond memories of it because I played it, and it's just there was like a lot of political stuff to manage in it. And if you know me, and and if you know, it's kind of what I like in video games. Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Um. All right. Twenty fourteen. 2014 we are i believe at, it is my turn i believe so yeah yeah it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, so we're almost three, halfway there <laughs> yeah we're almost halfway through the decade so yeah your 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 top three for 2014 uh starting at number three i got one word for you or two words for you i guess nemesis system Nemesis system. Oh, Nemesis system. I, I know where you're going here. Yep. yep, yep, yep Middle yep. Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Let me tell you, I played the fuck out of this game. I the Nemesis system was groundbreaking, breaking, life changing. The most one of the most badass things I've ever seen in a video game, where the lowliest of orcs could rise up and kill you, and you would become, and they would become a, a commander, a war chief, and grow stronger. That's so cool to me. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, number two, Wasteland 2. Uh, mm. I played the shit out of that as well. Um, being a desert ranger in the post-apocalyptic uh, after a nuclear fallout war uh, that had kind of happened. And it is your job to bring peace and justice to Arizona. <laughs> uh it was a hell of a good time um some of the dialogue just i love wasteland wasteland's so good and number one wolfenstein the new order i could not believe my eyes when this game came out man the story the characters bj blaskovich 
Um, f fighting, shooting, stabbing Nazis has never been more fun than it has been in Wolfenstein. And let me tell you, you had a hell of a lot of time shooting, stabbing, killing Nazis in Wolfenstein the New Order. It was so much fucking fun. Uh, a great shooter, a great story, and a great soundtrack. If you have not played th this Wolfenstein and its sequel, what are you doing? Get on it, man. It's so good. So good. I have... There's so many words for Wolfenstein. I grew up with the original Return the Castle Wolfenstein, which is the old-ass Wolfenstein game, and I love that one, too. And this is this one... Oh, God. Anyways, those are my top three. At number three, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Number two, Wasteland 2. Number one, Wolfenstein The New Order. Daniel, what are your top three? My top three for 2014. Here we go. I'm starting with number three. This might be an odd choice for some people, but this is one another one of those games that I played, and it really like I I I thought it was a really like great great story. It's not like a super intense game like some of these other ones that I'm gonna name off, but for whatever reason, this particular game hit me in 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 the in the in the best way possible. And for my number three slot, again, this is gonna be something that most people might not expect, but I'm putting. Valiant Hearts: The Great War in my third place because what a what a lovely, fantastic, absolute just, great game. What a what a what a awesome little story that they told, man. And in the type of game like this, I, again, this is another one of those games that that was a super pleasant surprise to me because I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. But there there are the occasional games like that that I just really really enjoy, you know. And and that was one of them, dude. For me, that was one of them. So hell yeah! Shout out good to, pick. Uh, shout out to that one. It's again a, a more of a different type of game, but there I have things like that in my list from time to time that are just like out of left field, and they just they just hit me in the, in in, the, in that in that type of way. Um, yeah. Uh, for my number two spot, I have uh Wolfenstein: The New Order. This is the game that Josh was talking about as well. I really enjoyed this game. Fuck yeah. uh, I only I played it a couple years ago myself for the first time, and I really ended up enjoying it. Again, like who doesn't like fucking up Nazis, right? I mean, come on now. Uh, Bj Blaskowitz, fun character to play as, and you just you know you just tear shit up, and yeah, man. I don't know. I I just I I really ended up enjoying it. Uh. And yeah, for that reason, number two, number two in my uh, 2014, and my number one game for 2014, drumroll, uh, Nemesis System, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, hey, hey, my number one game. Yeah, in this game, it's you know you have the Batman Arkham combat, but you have a sword, and you just take on like waves and upon waves of orcs, and fucking you just mess them all up, and you have your abilities and. Yeah, I, I, again, another game that I played a couple years ago, and I really ended up having fun with it. So, Miller, Shadow of Mordor, great time. Uh, yeah, so that's my top three. Valiant Hearts, Wolfenstein, The New Order, and Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. That is my top three. Josh, take us into the honorable mentions for 2014. Yeah. My honorable mentions for 2014, uh, this is one that it really makes you think, about life in in war torn war torn countries, uh, my first honorable mention is this war of mine. Um, 
It is a game that will stick with you long after you have played it. Um, the devs poured their heart into it, and based on uh, on real life of of uh, just trying to survive in the middle of some sort of war zone that's going on, how the struggle is real, and tr just to try to keep yourself and people with you alive, uh, it can be a little bit of an emotional and hard game, but definitely uh, worth uh, checking out. Uh, my next honorable mention is Divinity Original Sin. Um, so we talked about Lear Larian previously, and this is what started them down the path of being one of my absolute favorite game companies. Divinity Original Sin. Um, uh, a good CRPG turn-based uh, RPG game. So much fun. Has humor. Um, has great characters. Has a good soundtrack. Love Divinity Original Sin. Dragon Age Inquisition is my next honorable um, mention. Um, I and even though it's kind of low on the on the honorable mentions list, I still loved this game. I still loved the characters you met. It just didn't uh, tick some of those boxes that some of the earlier games did for me. But I still enjoyed my time with it. It was still fun, and I look forward to the next Dragon Age game as well. Uh, previously, we mentioned Sniper Elite V2. Well, guess what? This is going to be Sniper Elite 3. Um, again, even though it's it's practically the exact same game, the X-ray gun bullet usage never gets old, surprisingly. Who knew? Uh, uh, such So good. Such fun time. Um, after that, I have Titanfall. Who doesn't love giant robots fighting each other? It didn't have a story mode, I know. It was only multiplayer, really. Uh, but, man, it, it did some cool shit. Um, and also, they I won a graphics card from this company, so <laughs> they bribed their way onto the list. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. Um, they gave you a card, so you're on the list. <laughs> yeah, you're on the list. Uh, you're um, on the list. That's how easy I am to, to, to be bought, apparently. Um, oh, that's funny, man. Um, and then my last honorable mention was Diablo 3 Reaper of, the Reaper of Souls expansion pack. Played a lot of Diablo 3 and kept playing uh, um, their new class, the Crusader, in that one. And it was it was a fun time. So that are my honorable mentions. Daniel, what are your honorable mentions for the year of 2014? The year of 2014, my honorable mentions are Infamous Second Son. I really had fun with that game. That is a PS4 game that I played in the early days of when I got my PS4. I actually streamed this game, but I don't have any footage of it because it was in the early days and I didn't save any stuff from back then. Uh, also, in my honorable mention 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition. Again, I want to play through the Dragon Age series. I have all three of the games. I just got to get into them at some point. Uh, also, honorable mentions, Watch Dogs. I hear, I hear not everybody was the biggest fan of this game. But it's a game that I've been wanting to play for a while, and maybe I'll do it at some point and check it out. If not, maybe I'll just watch a playthrough or something. I don't know. Uh, also, my honorable mentions of 2014, Assassin's Creed Unity. Again, I want to go through the Assassin's Creed series. The last one I played was 4, so we got a long way to go. Uh, Alien Isolation. I played this game last October, November? I don't know. Wait, sometime in the spoopy times last year. And, uh, yeah, fuck that game, dude. That game, hell no, man. That game was, was something else. I, uh, it's, it's a really good alien game. 
it really makes you feel the the horror and the terror of the first alien movie where you can't kill this thing but you have to hide around and and you know try to avoid it as much as you can and when you can't you have a flamethrower to push it away but guess what you're running out of ammo from the flame canisters and whatnot so you have to look for more and you have to hide and then there's face huggers and all that yeah so yeah great game but I don't know. The ending kind of left me a little wee. Like I don't, I don't know how to feel about the ending of the game, but it was still like they succeeded at what they wanted to do. And then my last honorable mention for 2014 is Mario Kart 8 because I'm not typically a huge fan of racing games, but uh, I do like me some some Mario Kart, and uh, whenever I do like to get into that kind of stuff, then that's that's what I do. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. I believe it's your turn to start 2015. 2015. All right, here we go. 2015. So we're going to start off with uh, my number three game for 2015 is so this might this might uh, this is another year that could change depending on if I finish more games from this year. But Just Cause 3 is my number three game. Uh, Again, Just Cause series is fun because you can just go around and act a fool and blow stuff up and it's a good time, right? So, Just Cause 3 is in there for that. My number two game is Mad Max. I had a good time playing that game. Unfortunately, I don't have any footage from when I streamed this either. That was, that was This was before I started saving my... Before I started archiving all my stuff. But uh, that was fun. Good game. Took a while to beat. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I had a good time with that one. Fun, fun game. And my number one game of the year for 2015, everybody knows what this is. I mean, come on, you have to know this, right? 2015. This is not only one of my. This is not only my game of the year for 2015, but also one of my favorite games of all fucking time, and that is The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. I fucking winds howling. Yeah, I fucking. I love this fucking game, dude. I didn't play it until a couple years ago myself, but damn. What a beautiful game from start to finish. I spent 150 hours total in this game, and that includes the DLC, which, let me tell you, the DLC, if you haven't played, if you only played the original game and you haven't played the DLC, what are you waiting for? The DLC is incredible, especially Blood and Wine. I fucking love that one. But anyway, incredible game. I love I love Yen. I love Triss. I love Siri. I love Geralt. Fucking even Dandelion's stupid ass is cool as well, and, you know, the little dwarf dude that I'm I'm, I'm blanking out on his name, but he's he's the homie as well. Just and then like something that I never do in video games, but the card game went. I have never spent more time with a mini game in a game more than I ever did with Gwent. Holy crap! I was actually trying to grab all the cards from everywhere I could. I fucked up because you have to get one from the Baron, but unfortunately I. I couldn't get one from him. So that's the one that I messed up on. But dude, I spent so much time playing to fucking Gwent in that game. And I and, and just the game is just beautiful. Like it's just a beautiful game. I love the combat, dude. Oh my god, the combat, man. When you when Geralt would do these finishers and he like lob off somebody's arm or something, I was just losing my it never got old for me. Like, I, I loved it. It was The Witcher 3, again, one of my favorite games of all time. Just simply incredible. I have nothing but but praises and praises about that game because it is, again, one of my favorite games of all time. Of all time. 
<laughs> That's my top three, man. Just Cause 3, Mad Max, and Witcher 3 for uh, 2015. Awesome. All right, here's my top three. Starting at number three, I have the CRPG Pillars of Eternity. Um, a massive story uh, uh, game uh, uh, done by Obsidian Entertainment. It was, a, I believe it was a Kickstarter. I can't remember exactly if it was a Kickstarter game. Taking place in the world of Eora, and we play a character that uh, you get to make your own character known as the Watcher as they try to figure out what is going on. We're, like, uh, like you get ambushed by these dudes, and you're like, this is a great story, great characters, great music. Um, uh, you, like, you get to pick so many different uh, things, that, like where you come from, um, uh, uh, who you worship and things like that, leading up to a climactic uh, confrontation against uh, the evildoers. Um, uh, next up, I have Metal Gear Solid Five. So I never played a Metal Gear uh, hmm. Solid game before this one. Uh, so I'm I was missing so much context on so many things, but I still managed to have. A really good time with the Phantom Pain. Um, I know, uh, I know it had its downs as well, uh, particularly in the latter half of the game and stuff like that. But I, I cared about the characters, um, and, uh, uh, and I just had so much fun with it. They're exploring uh, the world of, of Metal Gear. So it made it to number two on my list just because I have very fond memories of playing it. Um, and my number one, if you haven't guessed it, it's the same as Daniel's, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Absolutely deserving of the number one spot on the list. We had uh, so much fucking fun with it. Like, just incredible game, man. I, absolutely. I, 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 I love that game so much. Oh, the music. I love all the characters, the setting. Uh, has some of the best stories ever in a video game. The Bloody Baron quest is amazing. I let the I miss I miss The Witcher. Uh, the the fucking siege of Kaer Morhen was absolutely one of the most badass moments ever in a video game for me. Seeing the other Witchers fight off bad guys, and it's not just Geralt that's a badass. All the other Witchers are badasses too that can hold their own in a fight. I loved it. I loved that my choices in Witcher 2 mattered in Witcher 3 too, as yeah. well, when people would show up that you weren't expecting. Which I was, uh, to, to, to interject here real quick, I'm sorry, but no, please. I was so upset that my save file from Witcher 2 didn't work for Witcher 3. I was like, well, come on, dude. I was I tried so hard to get it to work, and it didn't. So that, so that one thing that happens in The Witcher 3 didn't happen for me because no. my save file didn't work. I was so upset, dude. But anyway. Yeah. No, nah, man. We you covered most of it, and I think I covered the rest. The Witcher Three Wild Hunt. God dang, what a game! What a game, man. Also, Gwent, so good, so good, Gwent. Yeah, Gwent was incredible. <laughs> a mini game so good it became its own game. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. It, honorable mentions. What do you got, Bob? So honorable mentions for the year of 2015. I have. Um, Batman Arkham Knight, which I haven't played yet. I want to. That's why it's on here. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Again, I haven't played the first one, so I can't play this one yet. 
on here because I want to play it. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. We're going through the Assassin's Creed series slowly but surely. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, and then I have Fallout 4, which, to be honest, is a game that I thought I was going to like. But I started playing through it, and then I just never beat it. I don't even I don't even know what point I got to. I just never beat it, but it's on here because I played it and it's one of the bigger games of that year. So it deserves an honorable mention. I mean, I enjoyed parts of it. Like I think I got to Romance Piper or whatever the hell, but like other than that, like I don't like I, I never got like super far into it. Uh so I never got to hear what's his face tell you about going to protect the settlement for you know 120 times in a row. Fucking Preston. Yeah. <laughs> Preston Garvey. Yeah. Preston Garvey with the fucking settlements here. So yeah, I just I never beat that game. Uh and then my final honorable mention is Battlefront from 2015. The, the Star Wars Battlefront the EA one, the first one. Mm-hmm. Now, not a perfect game, of course, by any means, but it was the first time we had a Star Wars like game since Force Unleashed 2, which was like five years. Uh, so I was very excited to play this game. I ended up playing the beta. I, uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was only the original trilogy stuff. So, you know, it didn't have anything else like the sequel would, but it was fine for what it was. There are still to be, and to be honest, there's still certain maps from that game, like the Hoth map that I much prefer over the, the sequel to that one. So, I mean, again, it's just, just because I'm such a star Wars person and I, was I've been waiting years for a Star Wars game and I had fun with it for what it was and you know I dude I I remember wanting to play this game so bad that when the the first week the game came out I played it so much the first week that I reached level 50 like within the first week of that game coming out it was bonkers like I played that game a, a hell of a lot so I have <laughs> I remember that like just being all about it um so yeah just from for I have fondness for it in that regard not so much that it's a, a good like a you know great game or anything it's just because for reasons like that but anyway that's those are my honorable mentions for 2015 uh all right my honorable mentions for 2015 are it's actually a very short list for me um yeah it was the same i only have i only have three 2015 was a bad year for me apparently i didn't play very much at all um uh prison architects on there and you like managing your own prison and managing your prisoners and keeping them from murdering each other well i got the game for you prison architect it's a lot of fun building your own giant prison managing them all and just seeing how crazy you can make it uh fallout 4 i enjoyed it it wasn't my favorite um by a, a damn sight but i had a fun time with it i did play it to story completion um uh and it i i enjoyed it for what it was um and then batman arkham knight bringing up the rear um which i don't think i ever beat to completion but enjoyed playing it when i did play it it was more of batman so those are my honorable mentions for 2015 all right so that'll lead us into 2016 we're almost there guys halfway a couple years yeah we're halfway there so 2014, go ahead and give us your uh, your, your top three. My top three for 2016 are... I think I know, with, before you start, I think I know what your top number one is going to be. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, yeah. uh, number three is going to be a World of Warcraft expansion, specifically Legion. 
Um, okay. I, okay, okay, okay. So, for, for the last few expansions before Legion, I had been kind of lukewarm on WoW a little bit. Um, Legion was... Over the course of its of its life, was some of the most fun I had playing World of Warcraft again. It made me love it again. Um, the Burning Legion finally invades uh, Azeroth, and and in the opening moments of the expansion pack, we lose some of our greatest heroes, and and we the player take up their weapons and become uh, the leaders of our own uh, factions. I was the Ashbringer, uh, the leader of the Paladin Order. Um, and fighting the, uh, the the Burning Legion uh, all the way to the very end was some of the most damn fun I've ever had in World of Warcraft. Um, we get the we got to have those most the most powerful weapon artifacts wielded by heroes like like Thrall's Doomhammer and and uh, Fordring's uh, uh, Ashbringer. Right, like he who wields the Ashbringer becomes the Ashbringer. The High Lord. It's so awesome. Uh, it was so much fun. So much good lore in there, too. Um, uh, moving on to number two is Stardew Valley. Um, I've played it on and off oh. over the years, but man, the most recent playing, uh, which is this year of us all doing it as a group, has been so much fucking fun uh, that I've had. And absolutely deserving of the number two spot. Um, Stardew Valley was so much, it's so, such a good time, such a chill game too when you're stressed yeah. and just need to be like, you know what, I'm going to go be a farmer. Who doesn't want to drop everything they have and go be a farmer in some unknown place and start new, right? Start fresh. <laughs> It'd be somebody else for a little while. Um, and number one, if you know me, it was the game I probably streamed most on this Twitch channel. It's XCOM 2. There it um, is, baby. I knew it. <laughs> absolutely. The, I've played this game more than any other game. I want to. Th I want to say, like, from start like, to, I like beat it more. Like, probably ever. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. it would be this or like the original Kotor. Like, I've I've started to play and beat that. Like, they would they'd be pretty neck and neck. Um, modding support greatly extended the life of XCOM Two. Um, oh yeah. And I can't wait for XCOM Three when it comes. I. I had such a good time playing XCOM. I still have a good time playing XCOM. XCOM is awesome. If you've never played making your soldiers, you care about your soldiers. Daniel was my greatest warrior. He ran around with these fucking wrist blades and was murdering the shit out of aliens. Um, and it makes you care because you customize them after your friends and when they get captured or die, you're heartbroken. Tyler, you die every fucking time. It's not my fault. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Tyler, what the hell, Fives? Fives has died so many times that I don't even care anymore when he dies. I used to care, but it's happened so many times my heart is hard against it. He attracts bullets. He's like a magnet. Um, um, I love XCOM. That's all I got to say on that. What are your uh, top three? So, speaking of XCOM, my third game is XCOM 2. Yeah! So I, I attribute a lot of my liking of this game because of Josh. So I, I I attribute this to you, Josh, that I like XCOM so much because you used to play this game. You used to stream this game quite a bit. And I remember you streaming this. I remember Aaron streaming this. And just it's just a, like I, I put this game even just because it's just fun to watch. Like not even me playing it myself. Like it's just fun watching other people play it. Like, again, I used to watch you guys play it. Just watching the character customization and creation and like 
again, you're like, all right, who's going to go on this mission? We have, we have this person, this person, that person, and that one, right? Let's send them all in the group. Hopefully they all make it back. If so, yeah, again, if somebody gets injured or somebody dies, you're like, fuck, man. It, it really, it really like, you, you want everybody to be a badass, but like if, if somebody goes down, you're like, fuck, man. It's, I don't know. It's just for me, it's one of those games that I like, I love watching anyone play because, especially with mods, but like even on its own, like it's just such a fun, fun, fun game to watch people play. So XCOM 2, man, number three for 2016 great great game uh my second place is i have doom doom from 20 the 2016 doom i have it as my second place because i really uh i played it a couple years ago actually i think i played it last year and uh i had a good time with it it's just a fun shoot 'em up uh i really like that game so um it's on here in my number two and my number one i have uncharted 4 a thief's end so this is the final you know the final chapter of of Nathan Drake's four game journey, and uh, I have I always have trouble debating if whether or not I like this one more than the second Uncharted because I really like because for me it's between Uncharted two and Uncharted four is my favorite, and I don't know I, I I struggle with which one I like more but Uncharted four is really really good and it and it gives a a satisfying ending to the uh, to the four game arc and. Uh, yeah, I really like it. So, uh, Uncharted Four: A Thief's End at my number one for 2016. Fuck yeah, bro! Good choices. So we can go into our honorable mentions. All right. Um, go ahead. I'll Josh. start. Uh, just a few here. Um, Tyranny, another game by Obsidian, which takes a look at the world where the bad guys already won, and you're working for him as one of his generals. Um. Will you rise up and be the hero, or will you be the villain you always were? Um, it was a good time in Tyranny. Uh, I was interested in that game just because that sounded so cool. I want to be in the world where the bad guys already won. What the fuck? That sounds so cool. Um, and you get to make like some cool choices along the way on the battle map on what happened and what choices you took uh, during the battles. Um, next up is Darkest Dungeon. Um, the biggest reason I picked this is because the narrator is so awesome. Like, struck with impunity. Like, all those badass lines he spouts as you try to uh, battle through your family's estate and rid the, the face the elder chores that lie within. Um, next up, I have The Division. Um, uh, a good old looter-slooter. Looter-shooter, called a slooter. Um, uh, which had its own little survival mode that came later on that I was super into and had a lot of good fun playing. Um... Those are my honorable mentions for 2016. All right. For my honorable mentions of 2016, I have Titanfall 2, which I thought was pretty, it was a fun game. It had a story mode, and I really, I, I, I ended up having fun with it. So, yeah, Titanfall 2, shout out to you. Uh, Firewatch, which is another fun little, little story game. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I would recommend doing so. You could probably beat it in a couple hours. Um, give that a shot. Uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. I had fun with this game as well. That was that was a good one. I'll put that as my honorable mention. Uh, Batman: The Telltale Series, another fun Telltale Batman game. Uh, Overwatch. How could I not include this on here? This probably like 
I was kind of focusing more on like story based games when I was making my top three. But I mean, honestly, probably Overwatch deserves to go in my top three because I played that game so fucking much, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I, I played it for fucking years, man. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, man. Overwatch is 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 a is a fun fun game that I still play to this day. You know, five years later. Uh, what else do I have in my honorable mentions? I have Mafia Three, which I want to play again. I've only played Mafia Two from the series, so Mafia Three I want to play. I know it's different than the second one, but still, you know, it's the third game, so I want to I want to play it. Watch Dogs Two, haven't played it. I want to. Dishonored 2, haven't played it. I want to. Uh, Stardew Valley, Josh mentioned earlier. Fun fun game that I only recently got into when we all started playing. Uh, so that's that's been a good time playing with other people. And then finally, my honorable mentions is Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Because again, Star Wars and Lego combined is a good combo for me. And yeah, it's like the old Star Wars Lego games, but updated. So yeah. Uh... Okay. And that's my honorable mentions for uh, 2016. Awesome. 2017, top three. We're almost there. (laughs) I'm up again? Okay, cool. So, my number three game for 2017. This might surprise some people, uh, but I don't give a fuck because I actually enjoyed the game. I will say, though, that I did not play this when it first came out. I played it like a year after whatever, whenever it was that I played it. But uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I have it as my number three game for 2017. Ah. I had fun with it, man. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It, I I had I, I liked the characters, and you know, obviously, hey, I, I didn't respect. have I didn't have the problems that people did when the game first came out, which you know I don't know anything about. Which, or actually, I do. I heard that deal with the faces or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't deal with any of that. I the game ran smoothly from what I played. I only paid a couple bucks for it. I only I paid like six bucks for the game. I think. Because it was on sale, mm-hmm. like real cheap. So I was like, "Well, I've never played any of the Mass Effect games, so I'll play this one. Why not?" I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, fun time. Um, there are other games in this year that, if I played, it would probably bump it out. But for now, since I have played this one from start to finish, it's in here at my number three. Uh, so yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. People give it a lot of shit, but I, I, I like it. Uh, number two. I'm currently playing through this game right now as we speak. <laughs> At the time of this recording, number two, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I have it as my number two game. I can see why I see why everybody likes it, but uh it's not number one for me because I hate puzzles. And <laughs> this game this game loves puzzles. So I'm sorry, Zelda, but fuck you and your puzzles. You're number two. But I do like, a, and then also I hate breakable weapons. That piss it, they it annoys me so much. That's the, well, actually, it doesn't annoy me that much. Like the puzzles annoy me annoy me more than anything. But I, I it still kind of is annoying that stuff breaks, you know. And you have to wait. You, you either have to wait for it to come back, or you have to find a new weapon or a new whatever. So I don't like that. I don't like that aspect either. But yeah, Breath Breath of the Wild. I'm currently playing through it. I'll, I'll have it as my number two for 2017. But my number one game of the year, I fucking love this game, Horizon Zero Dawn, my number game of the year for 2017. This game is so cool. It's like technological dinosaurs, and like it's it's so weird and so cool. Like you 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 play this character called Aloy, and she's got like a bow and arrow, and 
a lot of like tribal and like older type stuff and, and you combine it with the futuristic you know like i said cybernetic dinosaurs and shit and it's it's incredible i love it man i love horizon zero dawn i played it a couple years ago as well and, and i had a great time playing that game josh you gotta you gotta finish that game at some point i know you I started it, but i love that game dude i i ended up really liking it so for me it's game of the year for 2017 all right. Uh, my top three and for 2017, I need to I need to say this. All three of these games are tied for first place. Ooh. I know that's I know that's a cop out, but I really can't put one above the other. The only reason they're numbered the way they are is just because it's like so they got to go somewhere. Uh, yeah. So I absolutely consider all three of these tied for first place. Um, so number three is Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. I had such a good time uh, playing uh, Wolfenstein 2. It takes the story in some directions that you don't expect. It really surprised me, some of the choices they made. And it's just, the ending is is crazy. The whole thing is crazy. Wolfenstein (laughs) just in general is crazy. Um... But I absolutely enjoyed the shit out of it. I loved it so much that I went back and I watched other people play it just so I could watch their reactions to the ending and do so certain other scenes that happen. Like it's, cr- they do something like, and then toward like I don't know, like the first twenty five percent of the game, I would guess, uh, that had me like, what the fuck, what the fuck is this? What is happening right now? And it's just mind blowing. Um. Um, uh, number two, I streamed all of this game on stream, uh, Persona 5. Absolutely mm. love yeah. every second of Persona 5. I will s- yell its praises from the rooftop. I will, sp- I will make everybody listen to its soundtrack. It is, <laughs> uh, so, I, and I should say it was my first foray into Persona. Um, um, I had such a good time. It's such a long game, though. But God, I was, I, was, I had so much fun, um, uh, playing it. Um, and if you ever, if you haven't played it, and it's even remotely in your thoughts to try it out, please do, because it's so much fun. They have Persona Five Royale now, which adds more to the game, and changes a few things around. Um, and my number one uh, for 2017 was Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm. Oh my god, the story, the characters, the combat, everything was on point for this game. A few bugs here and there, a little bit of weirdness toward the end. I had a really weird uh, end uh, bug happen where I had to redo the final fight again, but I didn't care. I had a, a hell of a good time with it. One of the absolute best RPGs I've ever played and has made me an eternal eternal fan of Larian Studios and why I absolutely have such faith in them for Baldur's Gate 3. Divinity Original Sin 2. I love it. So those are my three. Number three, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Number two, Persona 5. And number one, Divinity Original Sin 2. And now it's time for our honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So here we go. For my honorable mentions, I have a bunch of games. There's there's honestly a lot of games in here that I have not played, 
But we're going to start off with the ones that I have played. So, first of all, Batman The Enemy Within. That's season two of the Telltale game. That was that was fun. I ended up enjoying that. I do have that up on my YouTube if you guys want to check that out. Uh, and then the other game that I have played, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Now, I love this game. I enjoyed it at the time when it first came out. But but I... I, I, I we all know what happened when the game first came out. There was a lot of shit surrounding that game, and I, I'm glad that they managed to put the game in a place where it is now. Even though I'm upset that they're they had they're still not like continuing to support it, even though like they still could have last year and all that stuff. But anyway, I like that. I I, I enjoy that game in the current state that it is, and it came out that year. So yeah, um, Battlefront Two, great stuff. There's a lot. There's a lot to like about that. Um. Now, now we go into the games that I have not played. So we're just going to quickly list off a bunch of games that have, I have on here because I want to play them. Assassin's Creed Origins, Middle-Earth Shadow of War, uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Super Mario Odyssey, Prey, Divinity Original Sin 2, which I have, but I haven't played it yet, uh, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, and then, of course, because Josh loved this fucking game, I'll, I'll probably will give it a shot eventually, but Persona Five, I have it on here as well. Yeah, just I, like, dude, I remember when you would stream this game like all fucking day, like every day for a little <laughs> bit. It was, it was crazy. It's like, damn, like he really likes that fucking game, man. Uh, I but yeah, absolutely, dude. There, there you go. That's my honorable mentions for 2017. Awesome. Uh, my honorable mentions are Middle Middle Earth Shadow of War. Um, uh, more nemesis system more uh, being a badass ranger ranger in ranger <clears throat> in middle earth um leading to a nice conclusion for uh italian um next up uh i have friday the 13th the game which was fun because oh. we were playing with baba and others a lot of the time when we played friday the 13th the game so i had yeah. a big i had a good time with it um and watching streamers play it and do funny voices and stuff was also a really yeah, good time. But I, I yes, I really that. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, even for its problems, I still had a good time with it. Um, I had enough of a good time with it that I'm actually kind of sad that it seems like Bioware and EA have kind of pulled the plug on future installments of exploring the Andromeda universe. I, I really personally wish they would have hung around in there a little bit and tried to make it right, but... It is what it is. Maybe one day we will return to Andromeda with an Andromeda 2. Um, next up, I have Outlast 2, another game I streamed all of on my on my channel. Um, I was I didn't even play the first one, but I watched plenty of people play it, and then the sequel came out, and I had a good time with it. I usually don't play horror games. They're not really my thing, but I played all of Outlast 2 and all the way up to the disgusting conclusion in that church. <laughs> At least I think it was in that church. Um, uh, next up, I have Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, as well on my honorable mentions. Had a lot of fun playing with Daniel and the crew, and just the whole crew that we play with, because we have like a whole gang of people that we play yeah. Battlefront with sometimes. Um, next up, I have Total War Warhammer 2. It's Total War in the Warhammer universe. It's a lot of fun. I love Total War games. And then last but not least, I have For Honor on here. Uh, knights, uh, knights, Samurai, and Viking all fighting each other. 
what's not to love? It was a good good time. All right. Moving on to 2018, I believe this is my start. It is. Um, and so here are my top three. Uh, number three, Pillars of Eternity 2. Uh, Dread, Deadfire. Dreadfire. Is it Deadfire or Dreadfire? Let me look really quick. Pillars of Eternity dead, 2. I think it's Deadfire. I believe it is Deadfire as well. Uh, yes, Deadfire. Uh, we, we leave the original world and move on over, or not the original world, but we get, we get on a ship and decide to, to, uh, to, to go to a new land. It's a direct sequel to the first game. And we have this, this, uh, we have this, uh, ship and we build up the ship and recruit a crew and get some returning characters and some new characters as we, uh, return to the world of Eora once again. Um, next up, I have Monster Hunter World. Um, I had a lot of fun playing Monster Hunter World, um, uh, on the PS4. Um, I played a shitload of it, um, and had a good time hunting monsters with friends, and also just hanging out by myself playing and killing monsters, but yeah. Um, and number one, I'm pretty sure most of you know what this is, but it's Red Dead Redemption 2! That's the way yeah. it is. That's just the way it is, man. That's um, the way. Yeah, yeah. I... God, I can't say enough good things about this game. I was, I was very iffy on switching to a different character in Red Dead Redemption 2. I was very iffy on, am I gonna like Arthur Morgan? Like, the... I, like, is anybody gonna live up to John from the original? And man, he blew me away. I absolutely love Arthur Morgan. Absolute great character. Getting a ride with the gang in Red Dead Redemption Two. The music, Lenny hanging out with Lenny in the saloon, Lenny. doing pull, pulling, pulling jobs, and just some of the most random fun uh, hunting and the. There's not enough words to describe how awesome Red Dead Redemption 2 is. Uh, but those are my top three. Number three, Pillars of Eternity 2. Number two, Monster Hunter World. Number one, Red Dead Redemption 2. What are your three, Daniel? Oh, for, for me, 2018 was a phenomenal year for you. I, I, my top three are three games that I fucking adore, dude. I love all three of these games. They're so fucking good. I, I, I can't, I can't wait, dude. Like I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, or I should say, I couldn't wait before these games came out to play them. And now here we are, three years later, and I've played all three of them. And so my number three slot is uh, Marvel Spider Man. I fucking love this game, dude. It's the best Spider-Man game ever, in my opinion. Uh, the just the the relationship between the the characters and where we are at this point of Peter's life and the story and the combat and and dude, you could just have fun just swinging around the city. Like you don't even have to play the game; you just swing around. And I collected like all the collectibles and so fun fact: I actually platinum this game. Because I, I enjoyed it so fucking much. I planned on yeah. time. I love Marvel Spider Man. Josh, you gotta play it. You got you, you got I know you started it as well and you never finished mm -hmm. it. But you, you, I gotta go back. You gotta, 
You gotta finish it, man, because it's oh, I, I love that game so much. One of my favorite games of all time, Marvel Spider Man. Um, another one of my favorite games of all time is my second place game here, and that is God of War. Boy, Kratos and Atreus, his son. Oh man, what a fucking phenomenal game this is! I I have nothing but incredible things to say about God of War. Just the the absolute like journey that you go on with this man and his son in fucking in in you know dealing with Norse gods and stuff. It's it's so so cool, man. I I, I almost I I don't want to say too much because Josh hasn't played it, but if you know, you know. And it's it's kind of like a so the game is called God of War, but it's not like a reboot. It's it's kind of like like a soft it's kind of like a soft reboot, like like it's a sequel to the third game, right? Because mm-hmm. it follows everything that happened in the, in the in the trilogy, but like you're in a new setting because in the in the first trilogy you're in the the Greek mythology, and now in this game you're in the you know the Norse side of things. So it's kind of like a soft reboot in that regard, but they it's still like a sequel to the other games. Um, and yeah, man, it's just it it, it looks incredible, it it feels incredible. I love the Leviathan axe; you can just throw it and call it back, you know, like it's fucking Mjolnir and stuff. And God, man, you have to play this game, Josh, because it's it's incredible. And then some of the things that, that happen in the story, and then you get to do, and and oh man, I. I want to talk about more, but Josh really needs to play it. But anyway, that's my number two game of the year. Absolutely adore that game. One of my favorite games of all time. And my number one game of the year. Everybody knows what this is. Yeehaw! Red Dead Redemption 2, boy! Yeah, again, I have nothing but incredible things to say about Red Dead 2. I, I, I love this game, man. All three of these games I love, but Red Dead Redemption number two... Red Dead Redemption 2 out of all three of these was the one that like I just what a game dude what a fucking game it looks beautiful the story was incredible I loved every single character basically except for one well maybe two but uh yeah I just and again going from John to Arthur I think I struggle if I like John more in the first game than Arthur in this game but I I don't know man I think I might like Arthur more I I, I don't know I honestly <laughs> don't know they're both so good but yeah Arthur Morgan dude shout out to Roger Clark man the actor behind uh, Arthur Morgan he's he's phenomenal everybody everybody in the in the Vanderlyn like fucking Sadie I love Sadie man love Sadie love Sadie I love uh, love Lenny love love everybody Charles in that crew. absolutely yeah. love Charles. Yeah, man, fucking Hosea and and God, what a what a fun Miss Miss Jelly, fucking what a what a fun group of characters that was, man. And there are things that happen in the game where you're like, you know, you, it just, I mean, obviously this is a prequel, even though it's called Red Dead Redemption Two, it's a prequel to the first game. And knowing what you know about the first game, you know that this game is gonna end bad, and like it slowly like descends into that. And it's, it's sad watching that happen because you love being here with this gang and these people. And, you know, you go from camp to camp and 
you hang around the campfire and sing songs in Spanish and like fucking, you know, just have a good time with each other. And like, it's man. What I, I, I adore this game, dude. Red, Red Dead 2 is one of my absolute favorite games of all time. I have nothing but incredible things to say about it. Every time somebody brings it up, I, again, just, I mean, shit, we're still, there's a reason we're still playing Red Dead Online right now, mm-hmm. right? But the story for this game, yeah, it, it's one of my favorites ever. And uh, I, I want a Red Dead 3 uh, at some point. I would love to have a Red Dead 3. But, um, yeah, man, I just, number one, number one, Red Dead 2 for 2018. <laughs> Hell yeah. Honorable mentions, good sir. Honorable mentions, I'm up. Um, the first honorable mention I have is Conan Exiles. We have oh. a lot of time playing in the world of Conan, building our own place up and fighting off monsters. Um, it's a good, fun time with friends. So that's why it gets an honorable mention. Uh, next up, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I didn't complete it because these Assassin's the Assassin Creed games nowadays are fucking gigantic. Um, and Odyssey is no exception. Um, you take one of my absolute favorite settings, um, uh, Greece, I believe, is Odyssey, right? I, I get them mixed yes, up. It is, um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ancient Greece, and go in there and and and, and play um, uh, in that world, and they introduce some, some cool systems uh, uh, that have to do with like hunting down all these bad, uh, evil people. Um, it's a it's a good time. I had a lot of t- a good time playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, uh, next up, I have Subnautica. Uh, you crash land on an ocean world uh, and are just trying to struggle to survive and build an underwater base and to try to signal for help to get off this shithole. Um, it's a fun time with some of this. If you're somebody that gets scared thinking about what's in the deep ocean, I highly recommend you not to play this game <laughs> because it will scare the fuck out of you. There's some moments in it that scare the fuck out of me. Um, but it's a it's a good game and a lot. I think it's worth your time. And the very last one is Frostpunk. You know I'm a fan of of uh, steampunk. Well, how about Frostpunk? Um, uh, a frozen uh, uh, the world is freezing over. There's this big free uh, a big winter storm coming, and you have to find a way to help your people survive. What will you sacrifice to ensure their survival? If you're like me. You make the kids work in the factories and then feel really bad about it afterwards. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Uh, uh, uh. But it's true. We needed the extra labor, man. You got to do what you got to do to survive. That's the whole point of the game. What will you sacrifice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are my honorable mentions for 2018. Daniel, what are yours? My honorable mentions for 2018, I have A Way Out, which I played with Dababa. I co-oped that game with her. It was a fun uh, fun game, A Way Out. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, another game in there. It's, again, I don't really play fighting games a whole lot, but when I do, I go to the Fuck, Mario. Fuck, I should have put that on my list. Shit. And then uh, uh, Sea of Thieves, I have on here as well, because we, we like being a pirate here and there from time to time. Uh... Detroit Become Human played that game as well. Normally, I'm not super into those kind of games. Like, like 
like Heavy Rain and you know what's the other one with the fucking Beyond Two Souls. That's what it was. I I know I no, normally not into those, but I played Detroit Become Human. It was it was it was pretty cool. Uh, it was pretty interesting for what it was. Uh, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey haven't played, but I want to. Um, what else? Uh, have I not played Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Haven't played, but I want to. And then my other honorable mention in here is yeah, Conan Exiles because yeah, we play that game a lot. And also Majin brings up a good a good one in the chat. Until Dawn, I f- I should have that should have been in my honorable mention for for whatever year that came out in. I don't know why I didn't include that. 2015. So in my honorable, we're gonna rewind and and rewind the tape and add <laughs> Until Dawn to my honorable mentions of 2015 because that game. Was there good. you go. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's it for my honorable mention 2018. Again, I might miss stuff here and there because there's just so many games nowadays. But I'm sure I have too. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I, Until Dawn is good. I, anyway, uh, so 2019, right? 2019, and you're up, buddy, to start us off. I'm up. So here, there's a lot of games from this year that I want to play, right? You same. My list is very short. This is my shortest and I, list. And I just have not played a whole lot of them yet, so... For my number three game of the year, I have A Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, I enjoyed that game. It was it was a cool, like, story-esque. Uh, it kind of reminded me of, like, Last of Us a little bit. Uh, along with a couple other things. But A Plague Tale Innocence, good stuff. Number three game of the year. Uh, number two, I have Days Gone, which is that Sam Witwer uh, zombie post-apocalyptic kind of game. I, I, I enjoyed that game as well. Uh, I have, I have both Plague Tale and and Days Gone up on my YouTube channel. If you guys want to check that out, uh, archive those and you can check them out if you want to. And then my number one game of the year, which I also have on my YouTube, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2019 game of the year. Uh, yeah, out of all the games that year, that was my favorite game that I've played. I really enjoy it. Uh, again, Star Wars and you know that style of game. I was I was a bit wary of it because I don't like Dark Souls style games, but this one wasn't too bad. I think the toughest time I had fighting something was that big Dathomir and bat. Uh, yeah, I think that's that, that's where I had the most. No, I think it was the dude with the. I can't spoilers. I won't talk spoilers. I think there's I, a boss fight with Saber. I think I think. <laughs> who you mean but yeah i think my yeah. toughest definitely that bat and then maybe him but but anyway <laughs> uh yeah i love star wars jedi fallen order i can't wait for the sequel uh yeah dude i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to, to to seeing more cal kestis and bd1 and all that stuff you guys know i love star wars so you, you can watch me play through that on up on the youtubes if you would like i have that on there just search for the playlist uh here and you'll find it uh, but yeah, that's my top three. Hell yeah. Uh, my top three for 2019 starts off with Total War. I have a lot of these on my list. Three Kingdoms. Did you like Dynasty Warriors growing up like I did? What, do you like Total War? Well, now you get to lead your pick your favorite general and lead them to victory in Total War in an attempt to become the Emperor and, uh, and settle the, the great... Uh, 
war that's going on for China's soul. It's a lot of fun, uh, very heavy into the fantasy. Your characters can split off and have duels with each other. Um, and you're sitting there rooting for them. We did that on stream a few times. Uh, it was a, it, I just had an absolute fun time playing it, and I'm going to play it some more. I just have to get back into it. Uh, number two, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we were starved for um, anything other than Battlefront for a long time, and we finally got yeah. Fallen Order. Absolutely loved the game. Uh, loved the characters, Cal Kestis and all the others as well. Uh, look forward to seeing where that story continues on in its sequel. Um, hoping for some more customization in that, but I absolutely adore the game and had such a good time with it when we played it. Um, and number one um, is Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, for the Switch. Um, this is the game that made me buy a Switch finally. I was like, you know, I, uh, I, I wasn't, I wanted one, but it wasn't like, I need one now. Fire Emblem Three Houses came out, and I was like, fuck, I gotta get one now. So I spent my tax money that year on getting a Switch and Fire Emblem Three Houses and doing a run of it, and I absolutely love it. I'm gonna do two more runs for the other two houses, um, and I can't. I can't tell you how much I love that game. You, It's so much fun. And the characters are great as well, and the music's great, and just everything about it is so much fun. Um, so those are my top three for 2019. Uh, honorable mentions, Daniel, I believe it is your honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. for 2019, I have Metro Exodus, which I recently played, completed. Uh, and then I have other games that I have not played that I really want to. Control, I really want to play that game so bad. Uh, I might play that soonish, actually, because I really want to play that. So Control, I really want to play. Greedfall, I really want to play. Uh, the Outer Worlds, I really want to play. Uh, Resident Evil 2 and Borderlands 3. Those are my honorable mentions for 2019. Hell yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions for 2019 are Slay the Spire. I was like, am I going to like this? It's a card game. I adore Slay the Spire. I bought it on my Switch. Uh, so I can it's one of those games I can pick up and play anywhere and do a quick run of it and not feel bad. It's so much fun to play. Enjoy it. Highly recommend it. And then I have Borderlands 3 on here. Um didn't I didn't like it as much as two. I didn't beat it. Um, but it was still a fun time. And uh, that's my honorable mention for 2019. Alright, y'all. We're at the final year. This is it. We're 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 in the end game now. We are in the end game now for 2020. So 2020, I believe it is. It is. Yeah, I do believe it is my start. Yes. <sighs> Let's do it, eh? Number three for 2020, I have Crusader Kings three. I adore Crusader Kings. Everybody knows I played Crusader Kings two. I had the Game of Thrones mod, um, and played the shitload out of that. Well, then we finally got the sequel to Crusader Kings 2 with Crusader Kings 3. Pick your uh, pick your leader and try to take over the world. Or just try to become a big traitor. Or uh, the best assassin and murder everybody. It's a game that you can play for hundreds and hundreds and thousands and probably billions of hours, truly, if you keep playing it. Um, I had such a good time with it. I'm going to go back and play it some more at some point in the future. 
I'm waiting for some mods to come out for it. I know there's a few in the works. Um, so that is number three. Number two, everybody knows what this is going to be. It's going to be Hades. I loved Hades. I sung the praises of Hades. Um, yeah. And absolutely adore the game, the art, the art style, the character design, the music. Um, uh, if you haven't played Hades, play Hades because you are missing out if you have not. And number one, this is going to be no surprise to anybody. It is Ghosts of Tsushima. It... It it, it it takes an entire generation of PS4 uh, games, rolls them all into one, gives it a great story, makes some great leaps and bounds in terms of technology. I don't understand how the game loaded so fucking fast, but it did. Dude, that um, game fucking spoiled me on, on load times. Because <laughs> now every anytime I play a game it has loading times, I'm like, fuck this shit fuck this game for being so slow, dude. <laughs> I Gorgeous Tsushima spoiled me, dude. Like I, I want every I game. Agree. It's crazy. I actually how they managed to pull it off. Um great emotional story. Uh great emotional music. The opening to that game. The opening to Ghost of Tsushima, when it finally drops the title on you and you're running through that field. Oh my, I can't, there's no description for it. It is pure bliss. You knew right away this game was going to be something special and amazing from beginning to end, and it was. It was everything it promised to be and more. Absolutely adored it. So that's Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, and that's my number one. So go ahead with go. your top three, Daniel. For my top three for the final year of this countdown here. Uh, my number three game, I have Marvel's Avengers because I actually enjoyed the story. Uh, say yeah. what you want about everything else, the story was was fun. I I I had fun with it, man. There, of course, there's it's a video game, so there's moments where you don't feel as uh, mighty as as you should. But uh, for for what it was, I had fun with the story, dude. I, I honestly, like I again, we're following uh, uh, Kamala Khan and her trying to reunite the Avengers after, you know, a day and, and, and all that stuff. And I, I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I thought it was a good time. I like playing as all the different heroes and, uh, yeah, man, I, I, again, though, my list might be a little bit different after play, after I play a few more of these other games, but for now, being as I'm still missing a lot of games from last year that I need to play, I have, I have this here at number three. So, Number two, I have Cyberpunk 2077. I played it and I beat it from start to finish. And I will say that while I do acknowledge that the game uh, was rushed and you know it it, it didn't uh, promise to have everything or it didn't it didn't have everything it promised and it, it still needs work and and all that stuff. And I did not have as much problems with it as other people did. I did have some game well not i had some stuff that was a little broken like there was a certain side quest that i couldn't complete because you know again the games just was just fucked, fucked up that way regardless of all the negativity around that game for what i played i still had a incredible i still had a fun ass time playing the game i chose the uh street kid path and i had fun playing through this game i enjoyed it I, I liked, uh, you know, romancing uh, <laughs> fucking uh, the lady of the, of the hour that everybody was so obsessed about, man. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody was all about her, man. I mean, shit. I, I, I mean, how could you not? If you played the game, you know. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I, 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 I love, I, I, I love that. I love that character, and and I love the the relationship that you build with her from throughout the throughout the, uh, you know. The uh, fucking what is it? Th- throughout the 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 side missions that you have with her, you know. Because mm-hmm. she she's the nomad, you know. Pan, her name is Pan Am. If you haven't figured it out by now, Pan Am. If you're well, if you're a male, I played obviously a male character because I'm I'm a dude and I'm gonna play a male, you know. Uh, so I played the the male V, and I you know, the Pan Am stuff was great. Uh, the side characters were 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 pretty cool for for what they were. Like Judy was pretty awesome too, you know. You couldn't romance her because she was only a, she's a, she's a female V option. Uh, but she was a cool like friend character you had in there, and then and then I think Keanu as Johnny was was pretty cool, even though he was a bit of an annoying asshole at times. <laughs> but overall, from what I experienced, I enjoyed that game, and I ended up beating it. And 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 there's multiple endings to the game that you could get, and I was and I can honestly tell you that I was satisfied with the ending that I got. So I enjoyed the game for what it was. Uh, obviously, it could have been in a much better state. And maybe this game would have been a masterpiece if if it was you know everything that it was supposed to be. But in its current state, it's not. But that being said, I still had fun with it. But anyway, my game of the year for 2020 is very obviously Ghost of Tsushima. I talked about this game a lot last year, and I still talk about it. I love Ghost of Tsushima. It's again, it spoiled me with the uh, with the load times. It the the tale of Jin Sakai and you know his journey with with his uncle and and then like and then I'll be honest this game is just gorgeous Absolutely. I have, I have never used photo mode more in any game ever than this I took so many pictures I post them up on Twitter and stuff and like I man I adore this game Ghost of Tsushima the characters the themes the the OST you know the soundtrack the God, everything about this game is just—it's perfection. <laughs> to me, this game is perfection. I fucking love it. It is—it's everything I hope for it to be, and it was. It, it was just everything I hope for it to be. I, I absolutely adore the game. I, I have nothing but positive thing, things to say about it. I think it was robbed of Game of the Year uh, during the during the Game Awards, but. Uh, yeah, I just incredible, incredible. One, it's it's again for me. This fell falls. This game falls into the category of like Red Dead Two and God of War and like those kind of games where it's like these are more than video games. They're like all time like experiences that like these are these are like stories, man. Like they will that will stick with you forever. I just oh, I'm forever, forever, uh, love that game because it's it's incredible. I, I love it so much. But that's my top three. Uh, so we yeah. will head to our honorable mansions. Honorable mansions. All right. I believe I will start this. If yeah. I've been keeping track of this correctly in the right yeah, order. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Go ahead. Uh, Fall Guys. So this is a recent thing for huh. me to getting to play Fall Guys. Everybody was on the Fall Guys train and I just kind of watched. And then I finally I bought the game when it was on sale. 
been playing with friends. It's so much fun to play with friends. And I've been having a blast with it. Another honorable mention, Wasteland 3. Uh, I didn't play enough of it for it to break into my top three. I didn't complete it at all. i was been waiting for patches. I believe now that it's patched up completely, so I might start a fresh game of that. Uh, next, Cyberpunk 2077. Hey, I like it. I, I had fun with it when I played it. Uh, again, one of those things, I was just kind of waiting for it to get fixed up with patches a little bit uh, before I hop back into it and complete it. Um, Star Wars Squadrons, when it came out, was a lot of fun. It was fun to get the plug a joystick in. It's been years since I had played a game with joystick. And fly around with Daniel and some of the others and be just fucking pilots in the Star Wars universe and fucking fight people. It's a lot of fun. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is next up. Uh, I played a lot of this, but the thing with Assassin's Creed games is they are so huge. They're so huge. They're so big nowadays that it's almost exhausting to complete them, which I think needs to be addressed by Ubisoft a little bit. Um, but you're a Viking and has a cool, interesting story and you go on raids and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, next honorable mention I have is Marvel's Avengers. Like Daniel, I absolutely adored the story. Uh, meeting uh, Kamala Khan for the first time, really getting to know her in that game um, was absolutely awesome. And has made she got a new fan out of me at the very least because I'm a fan of that character now. Um, and the very last thing I have is the Command and Conquer remastered, um, collection that they did. And this has more to do with just, um, the people that made that game, the re sorry, made that remaster of that game, um, really cared about what the community had to say about it. Uh, they got a lot of input from the community on that remaster, and that just meant so much to me. And I know it did to the others in the Command and Conquer community that we cared about that game so much. And it just meant a lot. Um, so I had to put it on the list just because it, it means so much um, yeah. to us. And I want to reward that by putting it on the list for them to really give a shit about the community and involve them in that remaster. Uh, but those are all my honorable mentions, Daniel. All right. My honorable mentions. I have. Uh, these are all, well, actually, we'll start off with the one game that I have, or actually the two games that I have played. Honorable mention number one, Animal Crossing New Horizons. This game came out at a time where we were just starting quarantine in, in the pandemic last year, and it came out at a perfect time because, you know, all that stuff was going on, so people needed a distraction, something to do. And I think Animal Crossing fit that bill. Uh, and yeah. It's it was it was just it came out at the, at the right time. Uh, it was it was it was needed for for the for then. Uh, and then, and it's still fun. Like I still play it from you know now even. But uh, my second honorable mention is Star Wars Squadrons. Again, like Josh said, you first time using a flight stick, and like I bought a flight stick to play this fucking game because I didn't have one. You know, like I'd used one in the past, but like I hadn't in a very long time because I didn't have one. But I got one. For that game, in preparation for it, and yeah, I, I I need to get back to it, but it's yeah, good good stuff. I enjoyed the story for what it was. It wasn't anything too you know crazy to go over the story, but as but being the Star Wars person that I am, I I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, honorable mentions of games that I want to play but I haven't. Here we go: Final Fantasy VII Remake, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, Doom Eternal, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Resident Evil 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Hades. All games that I want to play, but I have not. So that rounds out our... uh, not only our honorable mentions of 2020, but that's our that's our games of the decade for fucking 2010 to 2020. There you go. Ooh, man. I enjoyed this, man. I liked it a lot. Yeah, dude. Uh, quite, quite the quite the thing, huh? Maybe maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do something like this for uh, the previous decade, like you know, 2000 to fucking uh, what is it, 2009 or or whatever. Or actually, what would it be? I don't know, something like that. But anyway, we have we have 2010 to 2020. Uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll do something like that in the future again for for other uh, years. But anyway, yeah. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Let us know what the, your games' favorite games are for. Uh, Absolutely, I want to know. Of 2010 to 2020. Hit us up on the on the Discord or the Twitter instagram wherever uh yeah let us know that'll, that'll be that'll be fun to find out which what, what games you guys like um and yeah did, did any of our did any of our uh top threes fit your guys's top threes that's what i'm i'm, I'm interested in that if, if any of them were mm-hmm. close um but yeah that was that was a good fun uh doing that uh i definitely had fun with it uh i did too josh did as well so yeah man that was that's was, that was good stuff and All I right. think that'll that'll wrap up our episode. So Josh, let's take us away. let us do our goodbyes because this has been one of our longest episodes in a while, guys. We're in clocking while, in yeah. at like three hours forty ish minutes here, so it's been a hot minute since we went this long. Uh, but let us do our goodbyes. Daniel, you're up first. All right. So thank you everybody for joining us on uh, episode sixty four of the Clockwork Cantina Games of the Decade twenty ten to twenty twenty. I feel like I've talked way too much today. So I'm going to try not to do that for a little bit here uh, following this. Uh, but yeah, join us next week where we will be talking, where we'll be continuing our D&D world building. If you guys have Ooh. seen that, we have to check out our uh, our uh, uh, playlist for the Clockwork Cantina. It'll be here somewhere. Just look for it. Uh, and uh, well, if you're, this, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this live, then, you know, or, or, or if you're watching this on the MP3, I should say, and you know, just look through the playlist, and it'll be there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, next week, fucking D and D role building part three. We've done two parts previously. I'm excited for what we're gonna do next time. I've always enjoyed that. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back with that. Uh, as for me, coming up on stream, I am continuing to play Breath of the Wild. I think we're 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 nearing the end of that though. So I don't know how much longer we're gonna be playing of that, but I think we're we're we're, we're getting close to the end. Uh, stay tuned for that. You know, check that out. We'll be continuing that on Monday. Uh, yeah, man, that's 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 it for me. So thank you guys. I'll I'll see you uh, next time. Peace out. All right, guys. I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us today and checking out the our games of the decade once again. I'm gonna reiterate. Please tweet yours at us. I want to know. Tweet them. Come into Discord and check out. Uh, uh, or post them in the in the cantina, uh, a chat that Daniel has for his Discord server. Um, 
The other thing is, if you're hanging out in the, if you're lurking, we appreciate you lurking and stuff, guys. Really love you guys. Backbone of the community. Um, if you like what you've seen here, please hit that follow button here on Twitch. Follow me, follow Daniel on all that stuff, and just follow the YouTube and all that stuff. If it, if if you've enjoyed what you've seen and want to hang out and see more of it, we appreciate that. We do this show every Saturday at this time from 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific to 6 or 7 uh, Eastern to those times in, in uh, Pacific as well. As well. La. Um, coming up for me tomorrow is D&D for the gang here. So more Frozen Decimation. We didn't play uh, last week because uh, reasons. But um, we're going to play tomorrow. And we're going to have a good time doing it. So make sure to come tomorrow at 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time. If that, if Dungeons & Dragons is something that interests you, uh, we have fun there every every Sunday, usually. Just about. Um, until we see you guys, keep a positive mindset. Um, live a healthy life. Wash your hands. Take care of each other. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye, guys.